gained 10 pounds eating the red and the green M&M, bro. Yeah. Stop it up today. How you brothers been for the week, man? Oh, we've been good. We've been good. 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 We can't ignore the ratings. I mean, this light skin thing is working for me. I heard it. Where do we start? Yo, 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 what's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome back to Let's Chop It Up. Please follow us on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Like and subscribe and tell a friend and tell a friend about four brothers down here on this YouTube channel. My brothers from my mother. Mother, it's been a seven whole days since I've seen you guys, man. Talk to me. Let me know what's going on with you. Talk to me, Derek. Yo, what's going on, fellas? Um, I hope all is well with you. I hope all is well with everybody, well with everybody. who's just kind of checking in with us, you know, um, and um and AI yeah, got an echo, but um, I hope everything is good with everybody checking in with us, man. We got the baddest, baddest, baddest uh crew and wonderful people checking in. We got um um I don't know what's going on with me right now, man. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying I'm all over the place. I'm tired of living out of my living room. You know what I mean? I'm, uh, you know um we we're making some progress in the house. I think I mentioned before we got flooded um a couple weeks. You know, well actually a, a couple of days before Christmas. And um, we're just kind of working our way back towards normalcy. Um, I think it's kind of taking uh, taking its toll a little bit on me because, more than anybody. So, um, you know, I'm just kind of used to certain things. But um, I don't really know what other than that is what's really going on, man. It's kind of my, my, my life is kind of, you know, kind of whatever right now. You know what I'm saying? I don't really know what, what's going on. I don't really have any direction. Um, I'm trying to try to lose weight. But I, I haven't gotten. I just haven't gotten the the thing. You know how you have like those new year, those New Year's resolutions. You're gonna get up and you're gonna lose some weight or whatever. Nothing. You know what I mean? I think we're all used to that. Um, so I'm kind of sick of myself with that. You know. So um, I don't know. I think I'm just gonna have to figure something out, man. I'm just kind of in a lump, man. It's just kind of like in this in this place. Um, but I'm gonna get up and do something with myself, man. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm I gotta lose this COVID. 30 pounds. You started off 20, now it's 30, now it's 40. Then you know you had, you had, you had now you had, you know, the Christmas and the holidays, and now we're up to 50. You, you know, so it's getting kind of bad. I looked at myself <laughs> naked the other day. I was disgusted. You know Derek, what I mean? don't lose 50 pounds, though, brother. Not 50, Derek. <laughs> not 50. Dude, have you have not seen what I saw in that mirror, man? It was terrible. Oh, oh my man. gosh. Yeah, man, it was terrible, oh, man. Okay. It didn't make no sense, man. It was, it was ridiculous. It didn't make no sense. I gotta get something together, man. So, you know, do a push up something, bro. I don't know what I'm gonna do, man. So Nikisha, uh, maybe, maybe, hey Nikisha, how you doing? So I, I want to hey, get Emmanuel. Hey Nikisha. Hey honey. Yeah, hey, that's my baby. She's right. sticking with me through it all, man. Through my whole obsession with uh, with obesity right now, bro. It's ridiculous right now. So, obsession. <laughs> so uh I mean, this isn't a suggestion. Don't try this at home, but Derek, uh, there is this thing that does seem to work when it comes to losing weight, and mm -hmm. it's called crack. Crack. I've never seen a fat crackhead. Man, you ain't um, never seen a fat crackhead. Yeah, I think you might be right, but you know, that comes with, you know, I, I like having teeth. You know what I'm saying? That's the other thing. Oh, that, you know what I'm saying? That is yeah. one of the side effects. Oh, yeah. 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 They don't, they don't like tell, you tell you that. They don't tell you that. You know? You know, that was the original, like, slim, so fast, it, waist really trainer teeth. It was smoke <laughs> a few of these rocks. <laughs> get it together, right? Yeah, I probably could use a crack light. Yeah, see, Emmanuel, thank you. I, I feel thank you for feeling my pain. My misery requires company right now. I'm serious, man. It's kind of bad, but um, but you know, other than that, man, I'm blessed because my kids are doing good. Still doing as good in school. Still got wonderful family, man. 
Um, you know, my my wife is still cooking all that wonderful food, which is not helping the situation. But you know what? At least I'll die happy or whatever, you man. I don't know. Um, and that's about it, man. Dane, what's going on with you, brother? I hope you doing all right, man. You know, busy week. Uh, I've recently changed my name to Daniel because of Jamie, who has changed my name at least four times since I started the show a week ago. <laughs> so right now, I feel like I'm just answering the "Hey you." Okay. <laughs> oh, that's right. I'm just responding. I, I I gave you the wrong name, Daniel. That's right, you're Daniel, aren't you? Yeah, yeah I'm just I'm just gonna start. Look, y'all call me Daniel for the show. Usually it's Damien. That's what my mother named me. But you know, things happen. Um, hey, my week is going okay. It's busy, but I, I feel like it's it's filled with purpose. So I'm like I'm getting to uh, a ultimate goal. So I'm I'm really uh, trying to just push through and and um, power through just the days because I'm really looking forward to the weekend. I think I'm taking a day where I'm just sleeping in, or just rest. You know, yeah, man. I'm waiting for that recovery day. Um, but yeah, yeah, decent week, decent week so far. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, over to Kelvin, man. Well, you know, first of all, good evening, fellas. Um, you know, uh, Derek, keep the keep the you know struggles real. So keep it going, Damien D. Um, you know, my week has been kind of like like yours, Derek. You know, you get kind of uh, this post holiday hangover. Yeah, and um, January is is one of those months. It's just a transitional month, you know. And we've been fortunate not to have crazy snow and all the things that we usually get. So I'm enjoying that. And um, I'm a little upset because I'm a Jets fan and I got to watch all these other teams go to the playoffs once again while my Jets are sitting home. We just fired our whole offensive coordinator today. You know, oh, they did? They did? Oh, yeah. I didn't yeah, know yeah, that. LaFleur is LaFleur. out. LaFleur is out, you know. And so, so oh my God. it's a results business, you know. But I'm just tired of losing and I, I i blame my cousin gregory one of my favorite cousins who made me a jets fan you know and so um good luck to everybody else who's uh going to the playoffs um it's just been 12 years for us just 12 years so you know i got so, a quick question on that kelvin yeah. so if you was jets owner for a day what would you do if you could be like i'm gonna do a b c and then my day is over to turn this whole thing around because i have family members who've been jets fans before i was born and so I, I was, understand. Yeah. I understand. If I, could be Jets, if, if I was Jets owner for a day, trying to buy a time machine, go back in time, and just <laughs> kill myself. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no. What, what I would do two years ago, two years ago, and the son of you bring it up, and I always will blame my friend Derek <laughs> for this for the rest of my life. Two years ago, David, all we had to do was lose two more games. We'd had Jets. But you know why they won? Because they watched the show and saw Derek told them to play to win the game, the and past, that's why they man. did it. That's why we are where we are right now. Hold on, hold on, hold on. The game. Hold on. Let me tell you something else. Though. Hold on, hold on. Let's get back now. They could have. They could have. They won that game, right? They still had the second pick, right? Trevor Lawrence was dope. Uh oh. Uh oh. I shouldn't have done it. <laughs> what did y'all do when I said to do? You said get Justin Fields. Bet on black. Mm. But but that to see, but that's the only problem with D. You know he's gonna get a black one back just because he's black. <laughs> but he would have been right. He no, could have got like, me. I, never liked, I, never, liked better. I never liked Michael Vick. I, I got that. Now the, the, the one sad thing though is as you can hear in my voice, I've been around all these people with a cold. I ain't had a cold in two years, and now it's trying to get me. So I, it, it's it's me and it's NyQuil. So that's what I'm rocking right now. So I'm gonna I'm gonna fight it. I'm gonna fight it. You know how it is. You got 24 hours to win. If you don't, you're gonna wake up where you can't breathe. So 
That's what it is. But point guard, Derek. I mean, D. What's the deal? Talk to me. What's going on? Chilling, man. I had a good week, man. Um, met up with some friends with dinner. Um, I went to dinner for founders at Five Better Sigma on January 9th. Uh, with my man Karan Allen, friend to the show, and his wife. We had a good time. She took me to a half vegan, half meat spot. It was kind of <laughs> cool. They had some meat stuff on the menu. They had no chicken. It was weird. I was like, damn, the vegans don't have at least chicken. They had all meat, beef products. It was kind of different. But now we had a good time chopping up with Karan, man. Smart brother. Love talking to him, man. And his wife. Love him to death. Um, I met up with my man Mark. He gave me a Crenshaw shirt from uh, what's the dude, um, Nipsey Hustle. He bought me a Crenshaw shirt. That's so cool. I got my, my first West Coast shirt I've ever had in my life. You know, they, they don't got that good cotton. I got to teach them about cotton. They got some hard cotton, but otherwise it was cool. It's <laughs> cool. My Knicks are winning right now, and the Giants are in the playoffs, so it's a win for me right now, brother. It's a win. Yeah, congratulations. I, and, you know, I, I tell you how I feel. You know, I've seen four Super Bowls in my champ in my lifetime. So Thank you, brother. I, I appreciate you been no sharing that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. But nah, but everything's good, man. It's football weekend, man. I'm looking forward to just relaxing, like, probably chill out on Saturday. And watch my Giants on Sunday, so it's good, man. Enjoy, man. Enjoy. Yeah, but, I've heard about yeah, the playoffs. I heard they're nice. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a thing, man. When people get together and you watch, and you know, it's a win or lose, you win, you go on, you know, and you might get something called the a, a Super Bowl, the Super Bowl, win a championship. Oh, that's how. And a, that's and how a parade, oh, yeah. parade comes with it in New York. So I don't, you know, wow. have, have it. Just four. like Oprah said. <laughs> oh my lord! That was crazy. All my life, man. but it's, well, but no. For people to know, let's chop it up. Is we'll be off for two weeks. Not we won't be here next Wednesday or the Wednesday after. We come back on February first. We real black. We come back in Black History Month. I was like, you know what? There you go. Let's shut it down. Come back black, and we are gonna come back black and black and, and deep and blacker. So That's with that we're... said, then we gotta do a special shout out right now to Dr. King. And a Dr. King holiday, MLK Day. Yeah. So, you know, we, if we're not going to be here. We just want to celebrate right now for yeah. all the accomplishments he did. And although my people still didn't make it work, he did have a valiant <laughs> effort. He had a valiant effort, you know. He had, it, it, was, it, it was all a dream. And Damien had a chance to go visit. Damien had to go had to visit the King Center. So, so yeah. now the circle is complete. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it was a it was an amazing experience just going down there, checking it out, seeing some of the memorabilia. Like they had suits, they had this Nobel Peace Prize, they had some flowers. He gave Coretta Scott like the first time he ever he ever gave her um plastic flowers, and the message was he wanted to give her flowers that will last. You know, so there was like a sentimentality and intentionality behind his just movement, and you know, learning more about his his story, his life, his family. Um, it, it just, it's always a pleasure to, um, engage in some, that type of great leadership and learn and be in the presence of what, like something so meaningful, not just to me as a black person, but honestly to the world, you know, but it, it you know, it holds a sentimental value for me as a black male, right. uh, living in this country and now residing in Georgia where a lot of some of the, a lot of things went down, um, and, um, yeah, so it's just, it was just a great experience, and I'm I'm glad to have been able to do it. And I I believe I'm also doing a service project on um I'm volunteering on his birthday to do some work with a with another organization at, at Morehouse. So hopefully I you know I'm just trying to give back as as I can, and and you know hopefully as a people, as Kelvin has said, <laughs> I'm up, I'm contributing in a good way. Hepzibah, what's up? Y'all remember Hepzibah? She was on the show. She came. Yeah, of course. Tore it down. 
No doubt, no doubt. But then, no, 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 I think was, you know, when you bring him on the king, right? And one thing we need to tell the young people the movements he was doing from 18 to 25 years old, 23. I tell you, young people, challenge yourself. This man was 23, leading massive amount of people. He's only on the earth for 39 years. So, yeah, as I was talking about in, in that short time, he's 23. I said, What are y'all doing at 23, 18 to 30, 23? Like, what are you, what kind of changes they're making in people's life? His legacy was already written. Done. He could have quit at twenty five. Would have been always like one of the greatest people to live the world, world third. Yeah. And, yeah, and, and that short, that short period of time, like I tell people, like you could do a line a little bit of time. Don't waste your good years on doing dumb. No shit. doubt. You no know, question. You, you, I think he also had he had mentors. He had yeah, mentors oh yeah, course, who was able to educate him. Like a perfect example, Hepzibah, Ellen Baker. Um, yeah. Uh, just people like that who were able to help put him in the position and guide him and help him understand what he. Um, what he was capable of. Like, I think mm -hmm. as young black men, we're not taught what we're really capable of. They, you know, they give us a footnote during Black History Month and other things like that. Black men and women, black people in general, we're not exposed to our um, potential as human beings mm -hmm. in this. I would, I can only speak for the country that I'm, I'm in, but in this country. So yeah, I'm with you, D. Yeah. Yes. Oh, go ahead, Derek. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying. I was just going to say we have to remember that that's our job, though. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to get that from the state. You know what I'm saying? That they're not going to yeah. teach you how to overcome them, or you know, what I'm saying how to change it. You know, we yeah. have to. That's that's our job. You know what I mean? To do that. Yeah, so. and it and it's yeah. like like you know, young people keep saying you want to tap in. Like, watch who taps into you. Watch who plugs into you. They could drain yeah. you your energy, and your, and your you know, and your 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 source. And and that's the thing, like they like they go saying, "Yo, this is the OG." But what the OG could, like you said, he had mentors. His OGs really plucked, like plant, planted a seed, um, poured into him. You gotta yeah. watch who pours into you. Some people can pour poison into you. You kill a plant if you pour the yeah. wrong kind. Yeah. You pour like if you put soap in the water, you kill it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, right. so that's people gotta people, young people gotta realize that man. Twenty three, yeah. they can do it. What's up, Simone? How you doing, Simone? Hey, Simone. Yeah, yeah man. Hey, Simone. Yeah. yeah. So, but anyhow, man, let's get. Let's get to it, man. Let's chop it up, my brothers. Let me see what's on my man Jamie got for me. Bill Safety, Demar Hamlin is officially released from the hospital. The brothers back in these streets, looking sweet. So I hope we can be there. Sun what day they play? They play Sunday. Uh, no, they got a bye week, right? Do they, do they got a bye this week? They should. They should, right? Yeah, they, they want the So yeah, so yeah, so oh, don't don't listen, man. Y'all had a chance, bro. Bet on black. I'm gonna tell you now. I told y'all to. Bet on black. That boy, y'all talking about, oh, he might have seizures. Yo, D, I'm going to tell you, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if Chicago trade fields, though, and take that number one pick, get the QB. You will trade him to the Jets. <laughs> yeah, we want Lamar Jackson, brother. <laughs> y'all ain't getting Lamar. We're going to mess him up anyway, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna him <laughs> see, see, Derek, you're the one that be doing this to us. Yeah. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Be honest, bro. You know we are gonna fuck him up, bro. I'm gonna you know I'm gonna I'm get I'm gonna get Lamar. I'm, I'm gonna get Lamar and cut his hair. That's what I'm gonna do. So can I? All right. Can I get a? Can I ask a question then? All right, go ahead, bro. How do you feel as a Jets fan about Geno Smith currently? I think Geno's a scrub that just caught lightning in a bottle for a minute. Geno's still a scrub. I'm sorry. Scrub teams do scrub things, and he is older. scrub. That's an aberration. He's, He's older, older now. He's older now. Took, took ten years to have a good season. Gino's still a scrub. I'm sorry. I refuse. Yes, he beat us because we were bigger scrubs. But Gino's still a scrub. I don't want Gino. I don't. I'm tired of everybody coming here. Got to take 40 years to get it right. It's the classic Jet experience, bro. I know. Classic He's a giant, too. He's a giant, too. Oh, man. 
First well, of all, I don't know too many brothers named Gino. That's the first problem right there. Who the fuck named the black man Gino? Oh my god. This nigga chitlin' pizzas and shit. Gino. What the fuck is this shit, man? Gino, I just realized the pizza to Daddy Green's pizza. Daddy Green's. Fucking Daddy Green. Oh my god. <laughs> but, yeah, but I'm glad. Well, we got uh, the brother um, Demar's out, man. It was kind of crazy because, you know, I think my people were talking about, oh, when I posted this thing, like, yo, how the NBA, I mean, NBA, NFL jerks players, they were saying, like, uh, well, no, they're they, they going to do right by him. I said, that's a one off. Like, y'all got to think about it. One person is doing right by out of many. The average, like, you know, most of these guys are out of the league in two years, three years tops. Yeah, you know, yeah. but they, and, and I like telling, like, yo, somebody said, well, you can't pay everybody. I said, then how the fucking unions pay everybody and get pensions? What the fuck are you telling? You talking about eleven ninety nine is better than the billionaires? <laughs> you talking right. about guaranteeing these contracts, D? The Teamsters are better than you than, than the billionaires. That's what we talking about. D, so, this is what I'll tell anybody. Usually, these athletes are so good. Some of them are, are two and three athlete sports. I mean, sports athletes. They they get you know scholarships. So usually a lot of these dudes in the NFL run track. A lot of these dudes know how to play basketball. You got to really count up the cost. It's a collision sport. Yeah. If you cut your life short, you are the, the and not gonna... Okay, people say that. So what does welders do? What do people that skyscraper dudes do? They got hard, crazy, dangerous jobs. Police officers. Yeah, but but the, 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 the average everywhere. The, yeah, the average. Police officer career is not three years. The average yeah. welder is giving you but 20 years. It, but I'm not saying that. Listen, you got to think about it. If he's staying in the league, what they say, eight years? Or was it four years? Get $40,000 after he turned 55? Come on, bro. You talking about my man that's a retired cop right now is getting a higher pension than him? D, you can't that's handle the truth. Is. You can't handle the truth. You know what it is. You know what the NFL is, brother. It stands for not for long. You know that. You know what it is. You know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what up? What up, Danny? Yeah, so but um let me see, yeah, but I was just thinking about that, man. Anyhow, man. So what's this? The LASD releases body cam footage of a of, of a traffic stop involving a rapper in South Los Angeles, Jamie. Can you play the clip for us, please? You take off in this car, and shoot you. I'm gonna make it super easy on you. You put this car in drive, you're getting one white to the chest. An LASD deputy threatens to shoot an unarmed black man while he is parked in his car in Gardena. The sheriff's department released that body cam video in an effort to be transparent. The video has gone viral, sparking public outrage and concern. KTLA 5's Rick Chambers is live in Gardena where it all happened. Rick. Yeah, Pedro, that man that you see in the video there is said to be a rapper whose stage name is Feezy LeBron. Now, this is a, a pretty busy little parking lot here, too. There's two very popular weed dispensaries at the other end, and people are coming and going all the time. Now, this particular man was sitting in his car on his phone when the deputies approached. Take a look. What are you doing? It was just before 6 p.m. on New Year's Eve. Rapper Feezy LeBron is sitting in his car in this Gardena parking lot along Crenshaw Boulevard when passing L.A. County deputies stop right, and demand that he get out. All right. I'm just going to spray you. Get out. Get out or you're getting sprayed. Get out or you're getting sprayed. This body cam footage shows one deputy standing off to the right as the other threatens to spray the rapper with a chemical if he stays in the car. Then suddenly, it escalates. You take off in this car, I'm going to shoot you. 
I'm gonna make it super easy on you. You put this car in drive, you're getting one white to the chest. I don't care what you got, I don't care if you got bull on you, but guess what, bro? Now you gotta deal with it. But if you pull some bull, you're gonna take one to the chest. With his hands raised, the rapper asks, why do you want to shoot me? You gonna comply or no? Comply with? If you move your hands from right there, you're in trouble. So you gonna shoot me? I'm sitting in the damn car, bro. At this point, the deputy calls for backup. Move your hands from right there, and you're done. You are you are most definitely 1,050 percent detained. Feezy is told that if he doesn't comply with the deputies, he'll be arrested and his car towed. He decides to get out. Because right now you already resisted my partner by by ripping your hands away. Your partner came and opened my damn door by himself. Okay. Step out and comply to him. Your partner came and opened my damn door. Newly elected Sheriff Robert Luna, who campaigned on improving community relations, released this body cam footage and a statement today saying in part, one deputy displayed pepper spray, then drew his firearm and used unprofessional language, which later resulted in a complaint filed by the community member. The Sheriff's Department has opened an investigation into the deputy's actions and language. In the end, that uh, man with the wrapper was given a ticket for having a missing license plate. He was not arrested, though. In Gardena, I'm Rick Chambers. Guys, let me throw it back to you in the studio. <laughs> well, first of all, let me say this. Feezy Jordan is still better than him. I'll tell you that right now as a rapper. <laughs> secondly, <laughs> secondly, um, no, I mean it's just sad. It, it, it it's just sad because it's so redundant. You're you're almost yeah. you know desensitized to it. Um, to see that, I, I I I keep saying that that position, that the power, um, there's a certain type of person that is drawn to that position for that reason. And you see it, you know, on display so often and it's so bold. You don't even care that cameras are on. You really are policing people that you don't think are human, that you don't think have rights, that you think are beneath you. And whatever hatred that you have for our community, it, it is always on full display. You know, I knew guys like that that I went to school with that I just want to be a cop. I want to be a cop. My question is why? Why you want to be a cop so bad? I don't want to hear about because you want to help the community and stuff like that. You can't stand a certain group of people oftentimes. And this allows you to act it out. And a lot of these dudes are young and afraid of this community. And they shouldn't be policing it. They shouldn't be policing our community. I've seen it a lot. You know, I've seen, I did an event years ago. And boy, 22-year-old cop, he running out in the street in Manhattan trying to talk to girls. He's running out in the street, holding up traffic when he see a girl in the car trying to get a number. So you're immature in a lot of cases. And then you're coming from Nassau County. You're coming from deep in Suffolk County. And I know this is not a story about New York, but you're coming into the five boroughs with a community that you don't relate to and you're afraid of and you're trying to police. And I think that's one of the things that we're seeing on display. And this, to be honest with you, is just one of you know, I'm sure hundreds, if not thousands of cases that go unreported. No doubt. Kelvin. I, I just got a quick response. Fuck both of those police officers and fuck everything they stand for. <laughs> God damn. There okay. we go. I don't got no excuses for that type of activity, behavior. You're supposedly whatever, whatever it is. You trained, you this, you were scared. I don't give a fuck. Mm -hmm. Fuck them. Mm -hmm. it's, it's too much. It's it, There is no more conversation. You're wrong. I think now 
there should be something where if these police officers are not following the protocol to the T, any lawsuit, whatever, it should come out of the police pension. Yep. I bet you it'll change. That's the only oh, way it'll be polite and comfortable. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Solve the problem. Like it, the taxpayers have been picking up the bill for these lawsuits all day long. Yeah. Well, yeah, but don't they have some sort of thing where you can't even bring bring it to court or, or anything like that, right? It's not they can't be sued. What's the, what do they call it? I can't remember. They can't be sued. So they, they I mean, can't be like, sued personally. Yeah, they can't be sued personally. Immunity. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah they're immunity. trying to change yeah, that. Yeah. Now, I understand. Yeah, yeah, they gotta get rid of it. Yeah, like, yeah. Because look at what he he just basically said: if you move your arms, I'm going to shoot and kill you for moving your arms. That's some you bullshit. know, the guy somebody... also walked up and the other cop walked up and opened his door without any anything. Right. You, so right. it's right. So Yo. he could have they could have been jacking him. They could have been wearing police costumes and just been like, well, we rolling up on robbing people. Right. Right. Like, Listen, they're going to have ultimately to over a license plate. Right. Yeah. One, one of these days, they're going to have to figure it out, man, that people allow the police to police them in the first place. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? You're allowed to do this. There is a, there's, there, you know, there's a sacred uh, relationship. We, you know, we're allowed, they're al we're allowing them to operate. And then one day, what happens when people decide that you're not allowed to operate this way? You know what I mean? What's that going to look like? Because you got certain people that are going to, you know, do what they're going to do, you know? So um, I, I don't know. I, you know, I don't know. I don't know what it's going to take, man, but um, something's going to change. You know, something's going to change and, 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 and people are going to get more and more reckless after a while, bro. Something's going to change. It's just a matter of time. Yeah. Qualified immunity. That's what it is. Thanks, Tim. G. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. Qualified and, immunity. Simone got a question up there too, Dave. Yeah. Simone says, why don't the police have this energy towards the school suit shooters? How come white people can act worse than black people and still Damn. manage to get treated better by the police? Yeah, Damn. absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Great question. Great yeah, Emmanuel says. Uh, Emmanuel says uh, the fear plus the uh, plus the shield of the badge uh, gives them the power to do this. It's sick and sad. Yeah, you know, and it's it, it, and, and and you know what it is, and it's like a broken record. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I agree. It's like we're getting desensitized to the whole situation. Mm -hmm, but you know, mm -hmm. I think I think that's that's a temporary. I really do believe that's just a temporary reaction to us. Eventually, we're going to get to a place of no return. Yeah. Or you know, it's it's something's going to happen, man. Something's gonna happen. I, I was was having a conversation with with a friend earlier, and one of the things I want to just bring up is there's there's no fear in there. Those police officers are not afraid of anything. They have that situation all the way under control. They have the numbers. They have the weapons. You can't tell me. Most people act out of fear. They try to avoid the situation. They are walking towards and creating problems. There is no fear in that. Like when somebody's looking for trouble and creating it and forcing it. I'm not using the word fear to talk about anything that they do. They are violent, aggressive abusers of power. That's yeah. it. They're yeah. not afraid. If you if you have cameras on you and you're comfortable saying all the things, literally telling somebody you're going to shoot them and kill them, and they are not threatening you in any way, shape, or form, and it's visible. Mm -hmm. what, where's the fear? What what fear are you talking about? Like uh, you know, generally speaking, like because I know that there a lot of people say, oh, it's fragility and fear, and it's like no, it's not. These people are comfortable and violent. Yeah, Hepzibah says uh, these police aren't afraid of body cams because they know they still have the majority of white U.S. behind them. Like Damien said, if they can't be hurt by image, got to hurt them by pocket, you know. And and that's the sad part. Then they, they it used to be that you know there was some sense of decency or you know or embarrassment, 
You know what I mean? Like, you know, we, 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 you know, do you want to look crazy? Do you want to look like you have, you know, the word of honor? I don't but, know in the six know, they spray those with water hoses with the cameras on. They ain't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're right about that. <laughs> I, was gonna say, I don't know when the embarrassment was because they was comfortable wilding out even you worse. Know you're right, man. Maybe I'm thinking about what should be instead of what yeah, it is. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, maybe yeah, I'm thinking right. of um just you know politeness, you know, because a person can be polite and still, you know, still be that way, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, so I don't know, man. But um, it's sad, man. It's really it's getting it's really getting ridiculous, you know. Yeah, it's, it's really ridiculous. It's crazy. Shout out to yeah. Emmanuel. That's my homegirl. She's dope individual. I was definitely not coming at your comment directly, but I, I was having that conversation about the idea of fear and these people like the Karens. You standing in front of somebody you saying is threatening your life, talking about this person is making me afraid for my life. Why are you standing there on the phone? Like, why you, you ain't walk away? Why you run? That don't make word. sense. <laughs> why you run? For 15, yeah. 20 minutes, you've been fe- afraid of your life and you ain't go nowhere. You stood there and waited for the police to show up. You're not afraid. And that, was, and that was that was all ego, you know. If you if you put the car in drive, I mean, first of all, you're not supposed to take that weapon and discharge Ouch. it without someone else having a weapon, without someone without your life. This unless man, your life is in danger, your life is right. not in danger. There's exactly, no, there's no imminent threat at all. The man no is sitting in the parking lot yeah. on his phone. Also, you, what you is had it? the pepper spray out first, right? Right. So why do you have to escalate it anyway? So the procedure, I would assume, would be. Excuse me, license registration. You don't yeah. have a plate on the car. Pure we have got to that point. What you do is you always aggress yeah. someone, then later find out what charge you can get. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. But, but, uh, let me see what Jamie got here. Racism in the workplace. Jamie, can you play the clip? Next tonight, three managers at a low store in Virginia are out of a job tonight, fired after calling back one of their drivers out on a delivery. The customer the driver was on the way to see allegedly wanted only a white person to make the delivery. Here's ABC's Mars Gavocampo. Home improvement retailer Lowe's has apologized after a veteran employee was pulled from a delivery job because he's black. And I got a phone call on the phone telling me to bring the delivery back saying that I couldn't do the delivery. Danville, Virginia driver Marcus Bradley saying he was told the customer didn't want a black man in the house. Shockingly, the store honored the request. I mean, I thought that Lowe's would take up for me. So who did take up for him? His fellow driver of 11 years, refusing to complete the delivery with a new white partner. To me, you know, it just ain't right for a business that we work at to uh, go on with the woman's wishes. In a statement, Lowe says, we have zero tolerance for behavior of that kind. We have apologized. But one person who is not sorry, the homeowner, as she told ABC affiliate station WSET. Do you feel bad about the delivery driver? No, I don't feel bad about nothing. In their statement, Lowe's also says that an executive traveled to Virginia to personally apologize to Bradley. David? There you go. Was there that really go. their brother's voice, the black guy? Sure was incredible. I, I was confused. I thought the black guy was the white guy voice, but let's go. This is me serious, but I really did. I was like, anyhow, go ahead. Anybody <laughs> thoughts? Yeah, man. I mean, I, I was just having a similar, I was just having a, a, a conversation with my mother about, uh, my mother's grew up in, in Alabama, Birmingham, Alabama. <laughs> Worse, you know? Yeah, these folks are, uh, yeah, they're out of control, you know? Um, yeah, go pick that shit up yourself. <laughs> you know, and uh, just, you know, just having conversations about her. She uh, she related a lot of what we 
heard about the time, you know, growing up there, you know, having to use the back doors and, you know, uh, not being able to, um, you know, take a, a, you know, not be able to go to the white beach, you know what I'm saying, and jump in the water at the ocean. You know, I guess you're going to blacken up their, you know, their water at the ocean. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, it's just, it's just so, it's just interesting. She dealt with it in her time. Uh, her mother dealt with it in her time. And now, apparently, we're dealing with it in our time. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, this is the theme here in America, you know, apparently. So, um, yeah, these are country black. There are country black people. There. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, but... um. I, I don't know. I I I I was in. I was also. I was in a room recently as well with a bunch of non-black people. Let's just say it like that. And um, who um, and I think I might have spoken about it before. Who 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 you know who said that with a straight face that there was no such like not that there was no such thing as white supremacy, but that white supremacy was not an issue any longer. You know, um, I. Don't even know where to unpack that. I didn't even know where to begin. You know what I mean? Um, I, and yeah. I, I just couldn't get into it. But you know, but when I see things like this, it really, really, you know, I, it really wish I really wish it was a different room or, or a different setting where I could really, uh, uh, where I could really educate them. You know what I mean? And I don't think we can educate anybody right now. On white supremacy. It is what it is. You know what it is. You know what I'm saying? If you have, if you, if if your if you if your head is that far in the in you know in the dirt. At this point, then you know. At this, you know, there's, there's. As far as I'm concerned, there's really no help. The only thing that's going to help is uh, you have to have some sort of experience. You know, what I'm saying something that you have to experience yourself. So, um, yeah, it's. I don't know. Also, also known as Tuesday in America. Right, so, right. I, I think yeah. it's a, a selective amnesia that happens. You know, people yeah. kind of vacillate back and forth when they need to pacify people or not. We know it's real. What I'm fortunate and thankful for is that parents who let me know from the beginning what it was from the very beginning. It was never in doubt, never some type of pie in the sky ideology that it didn't exist and let you know what you're going to face from the gate. They handed me the playbook early and the other size playbook never changes. The same plays are in there. They disguise the coverages, but it's the same plays. It is the same plays because the DNA of the people who started it is still walking around here today and it's still there and it's passed on. And I'll tell you the thing that amazes me about it, it never dissipates. That woman that you saw on that screen, that woman, you can you can flick back to, to 1850 and, and you'll see her. And it it, it it the same disgust, disdain, and, and, and I mean the same evil and, and whatever. It's it's right there, and it has not dissipated. You've seen a country put a black president in office; it has not dissipated. It got and more guess polite, what? though. And guess what? And I'm like kind of like Damon. I don't even care that <laughs> money. No, that money. That's what's gonna be that money. Because in other words, we're the ones that keep financing yeah. all this crap. We keep financing all these companies, and you don't hit them where it hurts. And that's reality. Because I'll tell you one thing. I always say on this show, there's two communities you know you not to play with. Two of them <laughs> yep. you know not to play with. Because right. you right. know what they'll do. They'll cripple your business. You ain't got to like them. But I bet you one thing, you're not going to talk about them. You're not yep. going to disrespect them. And, and we have to get like that. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So my quick question from the producer, Jamie, is as, do you think Lowe's handle it the right way? And then... We, Real quick, anybody? Uh, the managers that were fired, I think that that makes sense. If they yeah. if they release a statement, they have no tolerance for this type of behavior. The managers who enabled that behavior, that that's a problem. 
probably if I was a manager and this is just me, you know, that would have, could have, should have talked. Um, so I might be capping. <laughs> um, I would have delivered it myself, left it on her door and be like, well, the delivery is complete. You figure out how to bring this mattress and bed and 400 <laughs> pound couch into your house, old lady. Strap it to your back. I give you, I give you some string. Figure that shit out. Like I, I, I feel like she, they need she to. She already got something. string. She already got string. That's hilarious. But there has to be some type of not. I don't want to say retaliation, but there has to be some type of approach to to really put these people in their place because there is a level of entitlement and a level of comfort in just being out of out of next level disrespectful and and prejudice and and like you're in the right you know they feel self-righteous in that behavior i don't care about it i don't you know regret anything and it's like oh word then maybe you should feel a little bit of shame and regret what if now two thousand black people showed up in your house and decided to start taking stuff and walking out like knock on your door open it up just saying like well we don't feel ashamed from borrowing your fucking Whatever you got in there, I, I, I'm yeah. I'm talking in an extreme right now because I think I'm I, the reaction to the stuff is just it's, it's no, sickening. I, I, I get you, brother. Well, you. well, to me, the first thing you do is you void the delivery. The, the delivery is uh, suspended. We I have a company and we have a do not service list, and we will put you on a do not service list. That's the bottom line. So you have a right to buy it there, like Shauna said. You have a right to buy it, but you're not going to dictate who delivers it. So what you've done is you just waived delivery. And so now okay. what you do, you can come and get it. They have a right to buy there. Let me tell you yeah. something. She's not the only person like that that shops right. at Lowell's. That's and right. I'll be honest with you, I shopped at Lowell's once or twice. And I'll tell you, the service was horrendous to me. And I don't know, right, right here in Long Island, I'm dead serious. I'm not into chasing service, chasing people around to get help. I'm not into that. Yeah. I don't care if yeah. I got two nickels, you better act like it's a million dollars. And if not, I go somewhere else. I'll take my bat and ball and go home. So I don't like Lowe's to begin with, but this is a separate issue. I'll just say this though. The moment you're going to dictate who brings this stuff, then you just waived you on the no service list. So we're not going to deliver it. So what you can do is get this refund or you can come get the, to the store. And when you come to the store, then I'm going to take Damien's approach. And yes, it's going to be somebody look like me that you're going to have to deal with to get the stuff. So that's <laughs> it. See, Kelvin, you, your, 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 um, your, your solution, as right as it may be uh, and correct as it may be, requires one thing that may be absent, and that is uh, an understanding or a sight of the bigger picture. You know, because a lot of a lot of what happens is in these in these in these instances, a manager goes and they kowtow to the customer is always right. And um, and they just want to keep the job. They want to go to work. They want to come home. They don't want any problems. They don't want to rock the boat. So, you know, an excuse is made, you know, I mean, compromise is made in their mental, you know, in their own integrity. And they, you know, they just give the person what they want. You know what I mean? So um, unfortunately, until enough of those type of people have a look at the larger picture, that's 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 going to be an issue. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry about that. Sophia, she said, uh. Yeah, let her have a medical uh, emergency or fire or flood, and the first responders are of color. What is she going to do? Die? <laughs> Yo, where, if she sure would. If I was yeah. a responder, she would. I stay right outside. I'm sorry. We're not supposed to come yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, I got a question, though. So was that customer always right theory working during Jim Crow? Did they rock that, that same with the whites only? You know I, what I mean? Spaces? I promise I promise you, with some people, they did. Some, they were always, there's always going to be a portion of the, of the of, of the population, all right, 
who is who's going to see the bigger picture, so to speak, who's going to see, say, hey, this isn't right. But, um, you know, they're not willing to put it on the line. But see, you know well, there's mean? a couple of things. First of all, uh, customers don't dictate policy. The other thing is this. The customer is not always right. Oh, the customer no. has customer, to be treated. Oh, no, 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 customer no, no, no. Dictates no. Policy and Hold on. Let me let me say this. The customer, the customer is not always right. The customer has to be treated like they're right. But what happens is when I, in, in other words, Derek, if I say you can exchange this within 30 days and you come in 40 days, you could be a customer all you want. You're not right. exchanging it. Right. That's right. it. So that right. policy is going to be set. And right. what happens is you read that fine print on that receipt, you'll find that. And that's just it. So you know, policy is made for the, for the, for the betterment of, of the financial health of the business, not necessarily. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. So I'm not yeah. going to let the customer dictate policy. In other words, you're not going right. to tell me who is going to deliver to this. What, what, now, there's certain things that, that you can say within delivery. You could say, hey, I want people to come in the house with shoe covers on, or I can, whatever like that. Those things we work with. But you're not going to tell me the person that you want because you don't like this group of people. That's just yeah. the bottom line. Yeah. And so as a result, you now are not going to get this delivered. You're not going to get delivered by somebody white or somebody Asian or somebody white. You're not going to get delivered right. at all. The trucks are not rolling. So yeah. what you have the option of doing is coming to pick this crap up yourself, or you can get a refund, and yeah. that's just it. And that's as Forrest Gump say, that's all I got to say about that. I'm dead. <laughs> and Sophia makes an excellent point because I'll tell you one thing let me be the first responder. I'll be walking <laughs> to the house. Oh, my hamstring. I'm sorry. I can't, but I can't make it in. Listen, you, you touch what? your elbow and be like, I got a trolley horse. <laughs> yo, yo, otherwise, like, I know we got a guest coming up. Like, I wonder what she do. She had an organ, and then to be done because black people organs, you know, our butt match with a lot of people in the world, right? Oh yeah. They need yeah. stuff. So like, what about their friend? Like, uh, I don't know. But Anton Gunn, now his mother just got a, a kidney transplant. I wonder what would happen if, like, somebody else a black organ say, "Oh, because this organ was due from Compton." Do you want it? <laughs> I know what would happen <laughs> if my relative was a cadaver. I'd say no. That's right, bring it right back. Yeah, sure. This is I would have said all our delivery men are black. Absolutely. Yeah. Or all our nails are black. Our wood is our wood is brown. I would have said all kinds of I would have said the blackest, the blackest name. I would have said Rashad or she looking like Tales from the Crypt. She told my shit was black on this. She definitely she definitely did look like the Crypt Keeper. But what happens if she does the, the DNA and me or 23 and me and she find out she's 17 percent African. What is she gonna cut off part of her body? Yeah, probably she try. Yeah. <laughs> Hope so. But anyway, uh, uh Damon, can you bring to this week we have a guest coming in, man, to close out January for us. Can you bring in our, our brother, man, and tell him what he's doing on Yeah, so um Sean Coggins is a business owner. He's gonna come in and talk to us a little bit about um using social media to boost your business and build your business. So anybody out there that's got a business right now, they're looking for ways to that they could use social media to boost their business sales and things like that. Um, he's going to come and talk to us about that. Bring y'all questions because this is a great opportunity to get some insight from a social media expert. Without further ado, Brother Sean, can you come to the stage, brother? Mm -hmm. Evening, evening, everybody. How are you what's doing? Up, what's hey, up, what's up, what's up, what's up, my brother? What's up, what's up, what's going on with you, man? What's going on? Hey man, just getting through January, you know. Right, feels like right. it just, you know, feels like uh, December went really fast, and January is here, and you know, it's uh, time to set new goals, right? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Sean, Great. um, I, I'd like to just you know, be the lead off batter today for a moment. First of all, welcome to the show, my brother. I appreciate it. 
Um, let me ask you a question. As a person who's a business owner, and I'm sure we've made a lot of mistakes. We've tried everything, and uh, sometimes we've just been uh, spinning our wheels. What are some of the biggest mistakes people make with their business regarding social media? Not trusting your gut, not believing in your product. Um, a lot of times, what what I have found from different uh, so so I came from financial from a financial investment company. That, and I did uh, like in I did uh, digital marketing for them. A lot of times, the one thing that they they spoke about is you must have a solid product. So let's just say you have hair skin product. You know, people are very interested in the process. You know, and they're interested in if it works. And I think a lot of times, the the raw uncut videos are probably the most or or graphics that they put up on the, on the, on their social media or they send out to their friends are probably the most impactful because it's the realest part of it. It's not where it's like Lancome, um, you know, uh, hand, hand, hand gel or lotion or what have you. It's not an advertiser with, with Rihanna. It's you like making that formula, putting it and putting it out there. So I think a lot of times is, you know, getting over that self doubt and not worrying about whether or not it's it's gonna catch your friends, you know, don't care about your friends' comments because a lot of times it's not your friends that, that are actually supporting your brand. It's someone else from another part of the country or part of the world. Thank you. Yeah. I, 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 I once read something where it said uh, your friends are not your um, customers. Your friends won't become your customers, but some of your customers will become your friends. You know what I mean? And um, so so that you know, so that was that was that was pretty interesting when I when I saw this. But but I got some friends. I got a friend list, you know, and I want to get my um my widget um sold, right? And um, I got a really good widget, you know. Um, but these stinking people won't share my uh posts, you know. I can't get them to do nothing. Um, how do I make these people? How do I get these people invested in my widgets? I need to sell these. I need to stay in business. What do I need to do, you know, to make these people make a decision? You know, what would you say? So, so there's a couple strategies. Um, if you, if you're fresh, like, um, like I have a new client that's a, like a fitness guru, guru, but he has a bunch of testimonials. So I'm good. You know, that's going to be a new project that's started. So what I would say is that you need to do the research on people that are similar to your, to your product, see exactly what they're doing it, it, with that particular product, and then go on Fiverr and type in, you know, your widget into Fiverr and see exactly who, as a person that's an influencer, can actually match the the, the type of communication you want to your customers. So, you know, those things can be purchased if you're starting new. Or if you feel like it's really, really a strong product, because what you're going to have to do is have the, have a, a portal where you can actually purchase it on an e-commerce. And then you would have an influencer who's going to say, hey, go to this particular site and, you know, purchase this widget. So a lot of times you see YouTubers who are really influencers pushing products, you know, like um, like Prime, like the Prime thing from from Logan Paul. You know, he's got a product, right? And you could purchase it if you go to Publix, if you go on their website. 
but what he does is he'll go to another person and say, Hey, um, I need, I need 30 seconds for you to promote my product. And then he'll push it to that, you know, that audience will go straight to that particular product. Mm, quick question. If let's say I started a social media account right now today, what's the first thing that I should do? I have a business. I'm up and running. I'm not in the digital space, but I want to get in there. I'm like, see all these people, these influencers, this OnlyFans, all this stuff. They talk about all this money they're making. How do I get in? What's the first thing I do after I type in my password and my name? And, it, you know, what's the, what would be, let's say, what would be the first platform that you would say to join? And then what would be the first thing to do? So, so I think the, there's a couple things. So I think when you're selling, when you're first starting out, I think Facebook is a good platform to start out on. You, you basically can put your product up there. Um, you can, you know, also attach it to your website. Um, and remember Facebook has, is one of the most powerful platforms you could be on because they own Instagram, WhatsApp, IG, Snapchat. So once you have, once you grow your audience on that particular platform, because I'm not sure if you guys ever heard of, um, there's a comedian I follow on YouTube. His name is Country Wayne, right? Mm -hmm. But his audience is huge on Facebook, right? So you build it on Facebook. You tell people, hey, you know, um, you know, purchase this product. You can set up your own shop on on Facebook, and you could connect these these things, right? Because IG now allows you to add your products to it. So you know, you if you don't have a big budget, that I would say start with that. Tag your friends in it. You know, throw some Facebook ads towards it. Boost your your post, and and I think start out very slow. And you know, this is um this is a not a sprint. It's really a marathon because what you're trying to do is is teach people the different phases of why they need to, you know, really purchase your product or even understand you because a lot of times people the person will sell the product, not the product selling the person. Uh, real quick, can you bring up sorry, I mean because I just want to bring up Sophie had a question. Sammy, can you bring that up for us, please? She said, What if the product is a service? So, so, so that's a great question, right? Um, so I'll give you an example of, of two things, right? So, so for, for, for me, at times I will put my, my services on Fiverr, you know, where I can get a new audience, right. That's looking for, you know, maybe social media and, and just other disciplines, right. Um, on, I know a chef that has a physical restaurant, but he does catering. So he's on another platform that's maybe for catering, for handyman, you know, all these different things. And I think it's like, I think it's called Thumbtack. And what that allows is like for teachers, if you need, you know, you want to tutor people, you want to have all these different, um, you know, grass cutting, et cetera. I have a boy that, ha that he started out on, on Thumbtack. He was cutting about five, five lawns a week. And then he got picked up by a bank now he's cutting about 200 to like 400 during lawn season. So, you know, using that platform can really elevate because you may, it may be a gig, a side hustle. So as you're doing your side hustle, you're gaining more confidence as you get more customers and you continue to grow out your business like that. Mm. And there's yeah. many other platforms. I got two, I got another question. I got two more questions. Bring up one of the questions, Jamie. Okay, Hepzibah. 
says, if you have a lot of followers on Twitter, do you suggest now moving off or staying on and hoping it survives? Because I guess Twitter's so, doing what it's doing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, so it, it's one of those things where you have to understand how you got those followers, right? Did you get those followers because you're you're a writer and you're doing excerpts from a book and or a poem or whatever new work? Or are you did you get those followers because of other things? So with in inside of that, you need to to look in Twitter actually has on every post that you create, it actually has um, the ability for you to look at the analytics. So it will tell you exactly where your followers are coming from, what you're trying to, to what you can, um, it'll tell you a little bit more about like the background, the location, and a lot of more information. So what I would do is really figure out what exactly those followers are following you about. And that's really going through a lot of the followers and seeing what, what articles, what tweets that you had were great and what was it about? If it's about you using a product, maybe you should, you know, find out the wholesaler for that product and sell that product, you know, and you, yeah. you can actually, you know, ease them along. It's almost like Kevin Hart, right? When Kevin Hart started out, he started out in, in comedy, right? And then he little by little moved into like soul, soul playing and other movies, right? It wasn't like he went from comedy and next week you saw him on soul playing, right? It was like a gradual move, and now he's now he's turned into like, like the the like the Arsenio Hall, right, on, on Peacock, right, and now he's you know so he's taking his audience little by little, but you can't just like throw them into something new. You just have to say, hey, I have this idea. What do you guys think? And on Twitter, mm -hmm. because of Elon, it's you you're gonna get a lot more people engaged because that's what he's really trying to build is continue to have people on Twitter, but now you can monetize Twitter and you can move those people little by little onto other platforms like e-commerce or IG or wherever you want to take them. How, how do people become, go go ahead, D, I'm sorry. No, we have one more comment. We have one, one more comment Jimmy want to bring up. Then you can get to, Shauna, Shauna uh, says, uh, do you think buying those IG or Facebook ads work? It depends. It depends. Um, a lot of times you you have to think about it like this, right? So so I grew up in Brooklyn, right? And you used to have like downtown Brooklyn, it used to be like um, Ames and all these different all these different stores, right? So they're gonna advertise a bunch of things like twenty percent off, fifty percent off. But if it's pay less, they're probably gonna get low traffic as opposed to Macy's, as opposed to Banana Republic, all these different places, right? So you, you gotta like, you gotta think about what exactly are you trying to promote and how inside of that, you have to use like the advanced features because what that allows you to do is to lower your click rate. Because a lot of times when a person clicks on a particular ad that you have for IG or Facebook, Sometimes the, the clicks are very high. So you have to really look inside of the niche. For example, if I was, if I were um, doing banana, like, like advertising like a banana article or selling bananas on Facebook or IG, then I would focus on like Dole 
banana, I would also focus on uh, yellow banana because a lot of times like those terms will be low, but you're going to get probably more than than actual banana, you know, going after the keyword banana because the keyword banana might be at $2 per, per click as opposed to 10 cents per click. So you have to look at what's really happening with that, what, with that, with the advertisement. So I would say be cautious and try to preserve as much, you know, get into the, like the analytics that Facebook provides and IG. Kevin, you want to say something? Yeah, how do, how do people become influencers? Is it because they have this special skill set knowing how to operate these platforms or do they just have something to offer that's better than everyone else? I got an answer for that. <laughs> All right, anybody, take it. <laughs> no, 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 I believe it alone. Y'all don't want my answer. It's... <laughs> oh, okay, that's going to be something militant. I got what you said. All right, go ahead, brother. <laughs> I know what David was saying. So, so yeah, so there was a time when these people are handpicked, right? But I, I do think that there's there's the um, there's the level of of artistry that goes along with what they do, right? So you know, just like a songwriter, you know, you can listen to a song now, you can listen to a song ten years back, ten years forward, it's still gonna it's still gonna be. Uh, effective. And I feel like these people, influencers, they take whatever subject matter it is and they make it fun. No matter what you're looking at it, you know, and, and, and if you take like, like just, you know, just in general, like you, you think about all the different products that, that we have seen and Michael Jordan sneakers, you know, he's an influencer because the thing about it, his excellence drives it, right? And a lot of times, when you when you have an influencer, those people are invested in a particular niche. If it's makeup and hair, they're invested in it. They're trying it out. They are committed to the game, mm -hmm. and they're able to tell you why they why you should pick this particular product. So I think an influencer is like an actor. They know how to either read a script, they know how to promote a product. And they also know how to communicate why you should utilize it. So th there's definitely an art to it because not everyone can be an influencer, right? Or, you know, so. Mm -hmm. So so what happens if you don't have the booty to twerk on camera and you just flat back Betty and you trying to. All right, um, all right I'm going to leave it alone. I already saw I saw Kelvin's face. I saw hey. DeMar. I was like, you know what? Bro, I'm going to leave my question He almost got a scroll. He almost got it. <laughs> You know, I'm, I'm know, trying to avoid the scroll right he now. Going for your record, <laughs> you going for your record. But, but Damien, what is your what are you what are you saying that that usually is through like sexuality and promiscuity that it seems it seems in? right. I I didn't do the research yet, but it does seem like those people are being promoted heavily on things like uh, TikTok and Instagram, and yeah. you know you've seen certain artists in hip hop. If, if, you know, they're not wearing certain type of outfits and doing certain things, you're not even getting, they're not even being promoted. Um, so just, it just seems like, you know, how many flatback Bettys you out there that can you no, name I that? Agree, I agree with that. I think when it comes to women, I think women can sell anything. I think men, men, when it comes to a, a beautiful woman, and it, it's funny because it's exploitive, a beautiful woman 
whether she has something to do with the article or product or not, they will put it up there and, and men will click to see beautiful women. So that is that is definitely true. I mean, if you are cosmetically challenged, then yeah, people are not going to click it. I'm, I'm going to check Shauna. you out. I'm going to check you out. But um, You know what's funny? I learned that watching Wheel of Fortune as a kid. They would be like, a new car! And I have never noticed the car. I don't know nothing about cars, but I remember the bikinis that was up there that they was, you know? No, like, I think, no, women check out about the price is right. No, women check out. Price is right. Apologies. They had new cars and Wheel of Fortune, too, but I think it was, yeah, both of them shows. Women check out cute dudes, and now they got these short shorts on and shit like that. They check out that kind of shit. Serious. And then, and dudes, when it comes to dudes, dude, a funny dude, women love to laugh. I'm serious. Like, you know, I got most of my my pussy back in the day on being funny. <laughs> I, I, you know, I ain't the best looking motherfucker. What kind of fun? Come on, Jimmy. You know, you know that. You know that, that came one. from. That you came from one. the fact that Damien almost got the scroll, and if he couldn't let him win, <laughs> he couldn't let him. So, win. so what'd you call it back in the day? Tomorrow you called it giggle and smash, That's giggle it, and wiggle, fucking Netflix, giggle and pickle. What was, what was the phrase? <laughs> we only had two to channel two to thirteen. <laughs> Shorter than that. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get naked. Yeah, surely that's exactly what you got. Joke and poke was was that that's what y'all was calling oh, it. I like that joke and poke. Joke and poke. Yeah. See, well, look, I mean, you, you, yeah. look, 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 this is what just said. Yeah. <laughs> I'm <laughs> telling you, son. Do the sweatpants now. That's what he's looking for. Yeah. I don't think, but I think it's different <laughs> with men. I think it's different with men. Men, to me, we song. don't have an equivalent of cleavage. They don't have a. Gray I don't think pants, women have. Gray I don't, <laughs> I don't think pants. it's the same. I don't think it's the same draw that 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 advertisers use when it's come when it comes to women that they can with men. I think it's a lot different. It just seems that way. A lot That's of a good point. Like like Snoop Dogg. Like Snoop Dogg did. Um, was it Corona? I don't know if you ever seen the Corona commercials. You know, it's a lot of yeah. more comedy. Yeah. You know, you know he and he's endorsing a bunch of things. I mean, for me, I, I, I saw uh, Rick Ross got potato chips now, you know? So, like, it's it's all about, you know, the music right. that Rick Ross created, obviously fueled that. The the music that, um, that Snoop Dogg created, the comedy that Kevin Hart created, The Rock, you know, like, all these people, you know, and Logan Paul, Jake Paul, all this other, you know, all these guys, they, they have, like, Something that's driving people forward, whether it's comedy or their their platform. Sean, let me that's ask you this, this other question, that's Sean. Great. When you have a person that's, that runs a business, um, can they hire you to uh, set up their their medium, um, mm -hmm. kind of the platform and, and strategic what the, the the actual strategy to to grow their business? Or do you take on clients? Yeah. Yes, we do. So. So my team is, um, my, my, well, my team is stretched out. So as far as time zone and, and, and space so, is of time, right? So, um, so yeah, we do, we do. So what we do is content writing, we do um, brand strategy. So we'll sit down with you. We'll see exactly what you're trying to communicate. Um, do you have the footage, you know? So like the example of the fitness person, um, you know, he has, um, you know, footage, but I haven't seen it yet. So when I sit down, we'll go over it. If you got to take reshots, new videos, testimonials, um, or I'm dealing with a doctor and their, their private practice, you know, I go, I, you know, sometimes you have to start from scratch. So I think a lot of it is, is more of 
what you're trying to do. So for instance, what kind of business are you in, Kelvin? Cleaning. I got a clean I have a cleaning business. Good. So one of the most so I'm gonna tell you, I watch so I would I so I am like I get into the social media aspect of it of how like businesses connect. So one of the um there's a, a couple of businesses that do rug cleaning and they do office cleaning. And that's all they do is film. They film the, the cleaning of that. And there is an audience that of, of over a million people that have have followed this particular uh, social this company just to see them do business. So not only are they getting the bag from the actual service that they're providing, they're getting advertisement dollars from the people that are looking for that particular service in another country, in another state in another city. And then on top of that, advertise brands are, are coming to them to do their clean, use their cleaning products. I think it's called advanced technology or something like that, but it, it's like a mom, it's a mom and pop shop. They go to different houses and they just create an experience of going to different clients. And, you know, cleaning businesses is our, our businesses of, as a whole, they're surviving a lot on that because they may not have to get, 10 clients a month. They, they might do five clients because YouTube is giving, giving them kickbacks or they're doing, you know, different, different, um, or, uh, different, uh, what do you call locations or increasing their budget because now they're sort of an influencer. Right. So, so a lot of it, I would say is like, you gotta, you gotta put your product out there. You gotta introduce people to, to you. You gotta introduce people to what your services are doing and then, you know, scale it. Gotcha. Okay. Nice question. Where where can people find you if they wanted to reach out to you and ask you some questions? Maybe set up a call. Maybe book your company for some support on their on their business. Yeah, I mean, yeah. For, for me, it's you. You can go to um, you go to IG at Sean Coggins Inc. and you know you can you know just send me a, a DM um, or you could contact me at um, you know three four seven three eight five six two five one. Um, Did he just do the Mike Jones? Did he just Mike Jones? He about to get all the booty calls. You know, <laughs> you know, and 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 that's a good part, right? I mean, it's it's business. The booty right? calls are a good part. Yeah, go ahead. Right. Listen, at the end of the day, <laughs> you know, it's 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 five o'clock somewhere in the world right now. Yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. Now, Sean's but a yeah. solid dude. Uh, Sean's a real solid dude, y'all. For people to know, know the brother. Yeah, that's Sean, one last one, Sean. Um, some people believe that the day of the website is kind of behind social media. What do you think about websites? Some other people say, I don't need a website. I have Facebook. So where do you stand on that? Um, I am probably proof of that. A lot of times I get I get more traction uh, from my, my IG than I get and my phone number from my website. Um, and, and think about it like this, right? Everybody used to run for the yellow pages, right? right? Because it was so slow. Like you go, you know, like your mother would be like, "Hey, uh, can you find me like a cleaning service?" And you're like, "Oh man, you're just folding through." Right. It's over. People go to the IG page. Oh, okay, I like what I see. They DM you. Hey, send me a rate. Are you available? You know, it's it's we're, we're at like a, a point in in life where. Things happen at a at a really fast pace, 
Um, and, you know, I think that's where it, it needs to be. I mean, websites are really not that important because if you think about it, you're probably your last purchase was from social media. That's true. You know, and th- no, just just think about it. what's what's the last, I got what you're saying. You know, you last know, time like, I went on the website, right? I, I guess you when when did I go, right? Yeah. I mean like Grubhub, you uh Uber, they always catch me on social media. They're like, Oh, you know, it's time to eat. And it right. is really time to eat. <laughs> you know? Right. <laughs> you know? Yo, that's the truth. Yo, they sent me some shit the other day, so zero deliveries. I was like, oh word. <laughs> and I went right to this <laughs> word up. That's just- Right. That's the and and, and group, yo. Damn. right. And when you go to their website, they got nothing there really. Right? It's you know, so 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 like, you know, when you utilize social media, like you get jump right into it because I think a lot of times like that's where everybody's at. And it's free. If you think about it, like you could do a hashtag cleaning in Atlanta, and you're gonna get people that are like, Oh, you know, nice job. Oh, you know, do you, can you send me this? A lot of times that's where a lot of people are getting, you know, no matter writers, all these different people, even, even when it comes to even look, look at how YouTube is right now. YouTube adopted hashtags, right? Why do they adopt hashtags? Because they're trying to segment out the different, the different uh, information because they want people to relate YouTube to IG, to TikTok, to everything and now you could own it like a couple a couple years back country wayne hashtag country wayne had nothing now he got like millions of followers he got shorts he got all these different things so you know and dive into that because that's where the money is at because you could probably triple up a client just based on what you find online so i think the website is dead we pick up our phones more than we pick up a computer, right? And you know that's it. Easiest the easiest medium is actually social media. I mean, we've been trying to tell Kelvin to get an app for the longest. It's time. He said he's gonna do it in twenty twenty three. Still ain't got social media. We try. He's still thinking that superstars don't be on small screens. Eddie Murphy now is on Netflix every day. I'm trying to tell you, Kelvin, that mindset is old, bro. You better get on this social media thing. You better get your business on social media. You have to do it, bro. Yes. And and we already know you're a model. You just got to go up there. You advertise the cleaning products next to you, like poles and you all. You know, yeah, man. You got to do it, man. Come 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 to 2023, Kelvin. This is and, and you know what? And talking about those cleaning products, a lot of the people that were doing like the online YouTube shorts and and so and and different social media videos, what have you, they're coming out with their own products. Right. So so it's that movement where where people you have people that love looking at people that clean. Then you have your audience that are going to get you like, you know, 300,000 views and it's going to get you X amount of dollars. And then you're going to have people that really need your service. And then you're going to, you know, so and then you're going to have people that are like, hey, I need you to promote this brand. That's why a lot of times like on social media. There's more invested in social media than TV, right? Mm-hmm. So, and, and and think think about it now. Like we're in this, we're in a like a pivot, right? Where where we have like a lot of interesting social media content coming out, and you're seeing people with like all these different clothing. Like they're so far ahead because the advertisers are like, you know what? 
they gonna make us money. And what they do, they make them money. Right. Mm-hmm. Good point. That's a great point. You have to come over, man. You have to come over. It is. Two years. And you gotta have thick skin. So that, that's up. one yeah. thing. On the dark side, you gotta have thick skin. But a lot of times it's probably because people didn't try. That's why. That's a good point. Jake, who? Very good point. Jake Seha. I don't know who it is. My wife has a cleaning business. She can't even handle all the work on Long Island. Damn. Wow. Give it to Kelvin. Kelvin. I'm telling you, right? It hurt. It hurt when they say it. Farm it out to Kelvin. Farm it to Kelvin. Y'all got to yeah. do something. We I got to talk. Man, Sharif, I feel, I feel, that's talk. my man. Sharif. That's my good. That's my brother right there, Sharif, man. All right. We got to talk. Happy, happy block affiliate. Yeah. So, Sean, anything with let the people know, man, what's going on? Anything else before we get you out of here, brother? No, man, I, you know, I, I think it's, it's been a really good year. Um, starting out, you know, just, um, you know, just supporting black businesses and, you know, other businesses, people's ideas. And, you know, we're, we're definitely active and, you know, just, just getting out there, man. I really appreciate, appreciate y'all having me on. Um, I think it's very important, you know, at this time, like where we're at in the stream of time, you know, opening a business is probably the cheapest it's ever been. Right. Mm. And, yeah. it, and, and, you know, we don't have, we, we, we're going to have the issues that we're going to have, but just getting to that first step, it's on us. Right. And, and I think that's where, you know, you, you got to find somebody that knows strategy you got to you got to believe in yourself you also have to um really have a good product because when you put it out there people are going to comment on it and you know it's going to be positive it's going to be negative i mean you know we we know jello got got hit as a product based on you know things that happened with them right so in the sense of like they were a good product before they had bad bad stuff happen and then all of a sudden it's a bad product so People are always going to have a comment about what you're doing. You have to ignore them on social media and you have to focus on the people that are actually giving you positive comments, reply to them, get engaged, like them, you know, send them coupons. If you have coupons for your business, you never know. Uh, and yeah, stay blessed with that. Thank you, Sean, man. Your brother, man. We hope you a safe 2023. We'll see you soon. We know we're going to have you back on again. We're going to do some stuff in February. We'll figure it out. We'll get some black. We're going to go black, 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 black. February, we're going to keep the blackness is 12 months out of the year, brother. So, yeah, brother, man. You know, and man. Kelvin, stay strong, man. The Jets. Stay strong. Oh, <laughs> oh brother. Great for us, he had a jab. So I had to hit him with the jab before he leaves. Ah, take Listen. take that with you. Go to sleep with that. Ah. Hey, thanks a lot, my brother. All right, so peace, Later. brother. Peace. 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 Thank you. Oh man, that was good, man. Derek. Oh, Damien in the middle already, man. There you go. Already started off, man. That was good, man. That was good. The the social media the, and the, uh, what he's talking about with that. I think he's right on with the website thing. I think businesses give you credit check to make sure you have a website all kind of stuff like that when you were trying to get business credit and stuff like that i get that part yeah. of the book besides that besides the basic website 
I think your social media and clicking to the links and all that stuff is the best way to go. I think I think yeah. the, I think the website is like the digital version of maybe a business card right now. But you know, used to be mm. I took a hand out a business mm. card and right. automatically mm. get the right. business. Mm. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying. Mm. But now mm. it's just you kind of expected to have it. You know what I'm saying? Right. So yeah, that's a that's a great point, Derek, because they have this like digital business card now, right? Where you yeah. scan it and yeah. it sends you all your stuff. Or they have this thing Linktree on social media where you click on it, and it puts all the links and. So yeah, you that's a great point. Um, I think it is like a form of like ID. So if somebody search you out, you know, and you're talking and you're in a business meeting, they look you up and you're trying to sell them a product or you provide a service and they don't see a website, they're not gonna be as comfortable unless they if they see a, a legit looking website that at least has your name, has your business, has some information, some testimonials. So I definitely agree that I think you do need at least the basics up there just for uh like social proof, like you proven that you exist. Right. Right, right. And plus, and plus, they that they match up with the Google search. You know what I'm saying? Because most people, if you yes. meet, they're gonna put it in Google. They're gonna come to the website. It's gonna, you know. So, um, people are looking for that. You know, if they don't see that, they see it. It drives you towards, uh, you know, social media, which it will do. But, um, yeah, you know. So, I, I think there's a place for both. You know, what I mean, I think the place. I think you guys are right. The website. You know, it's not what it used to be. Um, but it's still somewhat necessary. You know, what I mean, I should say mm -hmm. necessary right now. Yeah, right, yeah. right. It's a full point, right? Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and Jamie, I know we missed a couple of comments. Can you bring them up for us, please? Uh, Sharif is Lisa hiring? <laughs> <laughs> Good question. Sharif says, "I'm still mad about the Jets. They had a chance, but have QB issues." Blame it on Derek. Blame that on Derek. <laughs> Sophia says, "Especially for certain generations." Okay. Yeah, the website, I guess so. Yeah, Kelvin. yeah, exactly. That's Kelvin. Yeah, yeah. He says hi, hello. Is a uh, yeah, a hi, hello is a good one for a business card. It's good for best business card. Dope. Oh, Sean hi. is in the is in the comments. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. In the yeah. Okay. Stay in the comments. That's dope. Okay. What should we say? Uh, yeah. He says, Sean, if you get naked, people are going to ask for a refund, and they didn't even buy anything. Oh, oh damn! My God. I guess give Sharif the scroll. Right <laughs> 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 on our girl Shauna, man. Shauna, come on, man. Oh man, that, that's what that's family, boy. That's family. <laughs> <laughs> I love my man Sharif, man. That's that's Shauna's mm. brother. For people who don't know, Shauna's brother. Mm. His number family joke there. But anyway, Jamie, man, take us out commercial, please, my brother. Orchard Blue Counseling Services, or known as OBS is a private mental health practice based in Southeast Queens, New York. OBS's founder and holistic psychotherapist, Serene Prince, is a Queens native with Caribbean roots. Serene is committed to providing culturally competent holistic psychotherapy to diverse communities while curating a safe healing space for black and brown people with compassion and awareness of their total being. As experts in children and teens, we have curated a mental health and wellness community where children are heard, guided in developing a healthy self-esteem, supported in strengthening their inherited resilience, and learn skills to manage their emotions to develop positive relationships with parents, adults, and their peers. Orchard Blue Counseling Services is designed to help children and adults discover their inner healer as we take the journey with our clients to work towards self-acceptance, self-love, 
and resilience to manage life's uncertainties and embrace its wonders. Our private practice extends to providing consultant services for personal life transitions and business development, parenting guidance and support, and clinical supervision for mental health students and therapists. And be sure to book our founder, Serene Prince, as your next holistic speaker, offering your audience a life-changing experience. Now that you have taken the first step to learning about us, we invite you to walk towards a healing and progressive life with Orchard Blue Counseling Services. Contact us for your free consultation where applicable. Email or call us at info at orchardbluecounseling.com or area code 516-200-1174. You can also connect with us at our website and social media pages, orchardbluecounseling.com or on Instagram at orchardblue underscore counseling SBCS or Facebook at Orchard Blue Counseling. Yo, 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 what's up, what's up, what's up? If you like what you've seen from the four brothers here, give us a thumbs up, like and subscribe to the channel so you can stay notified when we go live and post new content. Thank you for the support. Yo, what's up? Welcome back to Let's Chop It Up. Please press that like button, like and subscribe. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Please like and subscribe. Shout, drive with the thing, the algorithm. I know I can't pronounce that shit. Drive all that shit up anyway. <laughs> Miri, what up, sis? This is, why my, uh, <laughs> this is why my mom's favorite. Oh, the sibling rivalry is on and popping. Word up. Big sister on, on little brother. Yeah, man. But he ain't the baby, though. He's the little brother. Anyhow, man, let's go, let's go. Jamie got man set up for me here. Let me see. What nobody tells you about marriage? The brutal truth. Jamie, can you place the clip for this one? Then? What nobody tells you about marriage, the brutal truth. A man offers provisions and protection from the moment he says, I do. This is his duty, and he does not deviate, deprive, or withhold it from his partner. It is consistent. A woman offers beauty, loyalty, and sexual exclusivity from the moment she says, I do. This is her duty, and she will deviate from it from time to time, regardless of a man's consistency. Every month, a man pays bills. He does not take a break. Every month, a woman cooks and cleans. She will take breaks. Every day, a man secures his home. He does not take a break. Every day, a woman maintains beauty and health she will take a break when a wife turns sex into privilege and withholds it he does not take a break when a woman lets herself go and become lazy he does not take a break when a woman goes into menopause and no longer wishes to sexually please her man he does not take a break when a wife and husband argue and fight and separate they both may cheat he does not take a break a woman completely shuts off access from the time of separation up into divorce if a man take a break all will perish if a man isn't consistent all will fail so let's stop questioning men who exercise their options is he a motivational speaker? I have no idea. It was very well delivered. I think, you know, if it's based on what is considered a traditional uh, relationship in terms of this, this society or traditional marriage, there are some points, but I think there are some nuances that he may have missed out. But um, this will be a great conversation. So let's let's go. I'm yeah. ready for this one. 
I think in today's, the way things are working today, you know, if we all pay bills, if you do not pay bills, if we all pay bills and we do not take a break, no matter what you know, sex you are, you know. Um, so, yeah, there are certain things that are just that are just mandatory. You know what I mean? Um, and so, yeah, I think you're right. Um, if we're talking about the uh, traditional roles of, you know, a man being the provider and woman being the homemaker, so to speak, or, you know then that it is what it is. If we do not, you know, someone, we got to eat, right? We're a couple, we got to eat. So if someone doesn't cook, you know what I'm saying? Then, you know, that's what it is. So we know we cannot take a break from eating. You know what I mean? We cannot take a bill, a break from paying bills, you know? So I don't know. It does. I don't know necessarily know that it all needs to be the woman, you know, doing one thing and the man doing the other. You know what I mean? Um, There is room for compromise in both, but, uh, but you're right though. There are certain things that, us as men, we are just kind of naturally expected to do, you know, uh, pr- protecting and uh, providing, and you know, it is what it is. But um, but yeah, I, but in today's society and the way things are built, uh, women have to uh, obviously um, uh, take some of those responsibilities on, and they are doing it. So, well, I'm, I'm at a disadvantage because I've never been married, so I, I, it's hard for me to speak on it. What I will say is, I've noticed, and I, I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago. I'm seeing online more and more. There is definitely a battle of the sexes. This this is something that is that is yeah. changed between women and men, especially in our community. Um, it's almost like there's a group of men that feel like we're going to now exact some type of revenge on the opposite sex. We we you know there's this thing, people getting passports and droves. Uh, they're saying that men are are going to Latin countries and communities to go find, I keep hearing this term, more traditional values with women. I keep hearing that. So when I hear that, he's offering a lot of examples, uh, but not really a solution. So he's outlining outlining those things. So what is the alternative? Because the only shot for me is women. It's just going to be that. It's just going to be a woman. That's it. I have no other. There's no other card for me to play. So whatever she, menopause, whatever. It's going to be. That's right. No, no, no. It's going to be her. So if there's something that you can suggest that that will help in this, the bills are definitely going to be there. So taxes are definitely going to be there. Yeah. But at the same time, I see no other alternative. And if it is one, I'm not interested in it. So as a result, <laughs> as a result, it's just going to be, a, it's going to be her regardless. So, you know, I think certain things you got to live with. Oh, what was that last comment? Yo, E.O.T. is off the chain, bro. Oh, what, what, chain. what did she say? She said, immediately after childbirth, I understood why women outsource sex. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. I've never been married either. So I, I can't, Speak on that directly, but I, I I can speak towards the video, and I think there is a, there is a sentiment, but I feel like it's only being promoted within the black community, and it's and it's mm. attempting to further divide black men and women in as many ways mm-hmm. as possible. At the end of the day, I don't hear the same language and communication and conversations and topics and catchphrases and boy by being promoted in other communities. I, I was I'm, I'm allow a slight pushback on that. I'm over. Yeah, 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 I'm over, Remember when white men were going through the Russian wife um phase? Oh yeah, all right. So um, and it was based around a lot of these same sentiments. You know what I'm saying? So um, you know, they were getting away from the so-called Western white That's women, true. 
and they were kind of moving. Ma- mail order bride, mail order brides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that was a thing. Yeah. But is that the same as what they're doing within the black community right I, now? Where I, it's like I, all I, black men are broke. They don't take care of their children. You know, all of that. Those narratives. I don't know if those are the narratives white people was talking about. It wasn't promoted this pop. It wasn't this popular. They had different narratives. They, you know, theirs was more. You know, you. We're caught up. Listen, to this day, we're still caught up in this fight of this 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 battle of the sexes between white women and white men. You know what I'm saying? And we're just being pulled in in different directions, like you know, almost like magnetism or something. You know what I mean? So so um so yeah, there was a a, a thing similar but different at the same time. I just think that us as black people, we can't necessarily uh we can't necessarily uh uh. What did she say once they learn English? Okay. Yeah. I don't think we, I don't think we, I think we just have a, a smaller uh, uh, chance of, uh, you know, or opportunity, you know, of, of, of making mistakes. You know what I'm saying? So that's, you know, we just have to get it right, you know, not more than they do, you know? I mean, have- in the music, you, in the music nowadays, you hear it. I don't need a, a man. Like, I don't know if that was a, a thing that was promoted in Hispanic, Asian, Latin other communities right they're not women aren't told that you can be strong and independent and you don't need a man and that's not the no, narrative that no. they're pushing from but, birth no but you this is a, that's, yeah this is an american thing though you know what i'm saying not necessarily this is like to right. me i feel like it's an americanized thing it's specific to america specific to western culture uh you know european meaning you know uh france england you know what I mean? Possibly Spain and America, you know, and that's that's where it's coming from. Um, if you're talking about Latin countries, it's different. If you're talking about but think about this, Tyler Perry, uh, you know, certain music artists, certain super popular, super rich, super famous people in let's say what what would be considered black culture are proprietors and pushers of these narratives. I don't know the the white counterparts. Like, who are they? Tell me. Because now then we can make the comparison. But if they those people don't really exist and they're not elevated to the winning all the Grammys and getting on all the commercials yeah, and all that other stuff, like Beyonce made single ladies and what? She's married to Jake. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, the I don't, I don't need a man phase. It seems like it's being very strategically practiced and pushed in in, in the black community, at least more so than others. Let me that let me not say that it doesn't exist anywhere else. It just seems like it's being more so promoted and pushed. Um city girls and all that other you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Drugging so- and robbing dudes in the strip club. You know that <laughs> yeah I know I know what he says. Sean made a good point. He says two partners can't drive a car together. One has to drive and the other read the map. You can switch roles but it takes a collective effort. Uh, <laughs> Sophia Hilton says they exist in all cultures. Ours is just on the front page. I've sat in circles of women of all cultures, and the stories are the same. Which stories are they, so- Sophia? Which ones are we talking about specifically? You know, uh, she's she mentions country music. Country music. Okay, yeah, yeah. But yeah. is it but see, fifty think- songs in the black community and four in country music? Because we got because that does matter too. So but I'm I, sorry. I, I think what it is. I think what it is that the issue is because of what has been done to the family in our community more so than everyone else i think that's the biggest issue so even if we deal with some of the same issues it seems like we're hemorrhaging more because we don't we don't have the same support system other communities have so it's you know so if you say seven out of ten uh black women are not married um 
you could take that seven out of ten white women it's the same thing but they still have an infrastructure that's rooting for them to succeed when we don't have that mm. so we don't have the safety that everyone else has so that's why our community is so important for us to rally around I, if i gave a sports um analogy we don't have depth coming off the bench we need our starters we mm. we need our men we need our men in our community and we need them to help to continue to protect and build this community and because of what's been done mass incarceration and different things right now the women don't have as much to choose from um the to damien's point pop culture has really really uh sabotaged a lot of things making people think certain yeah. things you know um as far as media portrayals that are not true I think there's a large group of young people that come up wanting wanting the, the rapper, wanting the basketball player, thinking that's the life that should be provided for financial gain. Whereas as far as integrity or hard work and things like that, we've really passed that by because it's not quick money. It's not promoted. You know, so the man that's a plumber or 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 a teacher or custodian or whatever, we want to pass him jobs. by. Who's right. We wanna, right. Right. We want to pass him by because we want drake and yeah. so that becomes a setup so you got ten thousand people running to a club because they're gonna be mrs drake and no what you're gonna do is drake gonna just be running through ten thousand people and that's about it so you know right. and that's just a hypothetical everybody i don't know the man i'm just uh, you know but what i'm saying is that that's what it is so Lights i think that's hate. the difference can, hate. <laughs> can i can i uh just put uh, one one point out to people i would say go to blackdemographics.com and you'll see a lot of information that might be a little startling as it pertains to the black community, where you might find out that the majority of black men are single and don't have children. So that means there's a, a smaller percentage of black men who are having more children with multiple women. And it doesn't, that doesn't, the number doesn't tell the whole story, but it gives us a, a little way to understand what may be happening in certain situations and certain parts of the community it doesn't represent the whole community and i want to be clear on that but those pieces of information can help us start to really get a deeper understanding of what is happening and how we might be able to get to that solution that kelvin is is mentioning and i think that is the main focus is like what are the solutions to these issues um and i think it starts with just being honest like if we start getting the real facts and data and it's no more like oh i was in a meeting with 13 people and five of them said they it's you know, we need to find data points and research and really look into it and say, what does this mean for us as a community? And how do we counteract what is happening to our community at this time to get to the kind of community that we want to live in and bring families into and build and develop? Yeah, man. Good point, good point brother. This is that was a good that was a good segment right there. Um, let's go to some other shit then. <laughs> she called him broke because he didn't want to spend two hundred and fifty thousand dollars for their wedding. Jamie, play the clip, brother. I deserve to be somebody's wife. Two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Two hundred thousand. The type of wedding you want. That's how much it costs. Uh huh. You're bugging the. F up. We gonna invest that. My job as a man is to hold the household down, and she hasn't worked in years. I'm not spending a quarter million dollars on a wedding. I'm not doing it. So, so, how, so, you. So, so you have no plans on getting married? I have plans on getting... Let's go to City Hall. I'm not a City Hall bitch! 
Because this is about to get left. Like, I'm telling you right now. At the end of the day, I love you more than life itself. But you got to be easy with all this. Love ain't enough. How long you plan on being broke? No, I don't like we're broke. Out your mouth. You're saying it costs too much. That's, That's smart. Broke people behavior. That's smart. All right. Listen, you call it broke. You know what I'm saying? Leave and see what your ass going to be. Mm-hmm. Very toxic. Way toxic. <laughs> Very toxic. So, now, my question is, let, let me ask y'all. Audience, if y'all can, chime in in the comments, but what do you do in that situation as a man? Because to me, what I just saw was being disrespected on live TV, yelled at, disrespected, and you talking about, you know, I need more. It's like, bro. It, so what do you do in that moment? Because I'm, I'm walking away. Like, I, I'll tell you, if somebody feels comfortable talking to me like that, you don't want me at all anyway. Because you... I don't want to tolerate that type of treatment. Yeah. Right. No. Well, I, I agree. I mean, obviously, well, first of all, I don't watch those shows. I don't find them entertaining. It just doesn't work for me. So I'm assuming as you're watching this couple have this intimate discussion, there's a, a, a cameraman, there's a grip, there's a there's <laughs> a director, there's all these different things. Why Prodding people would put that buttons. right? So why, you know what I mean? Why they because all of the shows have that same effect. It's never just a regular day. It's never just whatever. You have to have that for people to watch it. And so, um, but if this were real life, or even if the sentiment is accurate, Damien, you're right. It makes no sense. And, and that's the thing that you don't understand when you're younger. If you have to deal with that type of lunacy, then it is the red flag that you need to walk away from. That is the bottom line. In other words, you are City Hall. You sound like you're from City Hall. You, you, in other words, with you, no, no, you're, not you're not interested. And see, the thing is, you're not interested in getting married. You're interested yeah. in having a wedding. Yeah, right. You see what I'm saying? That's exactly. the, that. That's the thing to have a wedding for you and all your ratchet friends to come there and, and and act like they don't know how to act. That's what you're interested in, and people don't understand that. That big day is one day. That is it. And so, to take two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. To, to right to, to to spend that in one day is absolutely absurd. It's and to to your point, Damien, I'm not a fan of going off. I'm not a fan of being unhinged. So you know, as Malcolm X said in the movie, "Stop yelling in my house." That's the thing. Like this <laughs> is going on. You know, yo, he could buy a whole bunch of chicks for that less than that. But <laughs> right, you know how many people, oh, how many women will say, "Oh, you got two hundred fifty thousand to invest." I'll take a shot marrying you in City Hall and making that 250000 flipping it into a couple million. Yeah. And she's going to be still arguing, well, I need a $250,000 wedding. I, I don't, I can't speak for everybody. I can only speak for myself. But most men are probably going to see that and say, I'm not trying to put myself in a situation with you. No matter how beautiful, how much I think great you are, that attitude, yes, wow. how do you grow with that type of attitude? It seems like there's a lot of, don't. like, you know, if, if somebody's yelling at you like that, you know, if they, if you were if you were a child, they would call that abuse. Yeah. Okay, no, okay, okay. Well, to be honest with you, couples fight different ways, right? And sometimes people oh, just yeah. you know, some some people just that's how they communicate. I'm not a fan of it, but some people get into the yelling thing or whatever. My my thing yeah. is not even the yelling, the fact that you are not smart enough to realize. You sound ridiculous. 
You you sound ridiculous. In other words, if you think that there's some type of value in spending two hundred fifty dollars so people can see you in that dress, that's absurd. That day is actually over. We're not struggling because of weddings. We're struggling because of marriages. That's the issue. So if you love this person, you feel them giving you two hundred fifty thousand dollars like solidifies that. That's the problem to me. That's the issue with me. Now, I'm seeing this guy who probably think that she's Halle Berry or something like that, which I'll be honest with you, it's looking like City Hall to me. It's looking like City Hall <laughs> with a barbecue backyard party. That's what it's looking like to me. You see what I'm saying? He made a good point. All right, leave and see, right, we'll see what you have. So, And, and, I, and I love that point because that... that she said so how long are you just gonna be broke you know what i mean like so that type of accusational tone it's just like so she she must believe he has two hundred fifty thousand dollars to spend on a wedding mm -hmm. so i don't know how many people have two hundred fifty thousand dollars to spend on anything that you would just consider broke at the same time so i, I the logic all of it is off to me i'm sorry well, because that, but, but, that, but david that's the, the but see right now see when we were kids you didn't have 20 year olds that were millionaires now there's a very select group of one percent of ball players and rappers and entertainers that have money. So these, the there's a new group of, of young women who are going after that lifestyle <laughs> that are going after right. it, and that's what it is. And so they think now the problem is you got ninety percent of people trying to fit to that one percent. That's the reality. The so everybody's trying to get Steph Curry and LeBron and and and, and, and Drake and. You know, they're trying to get that, and it's a misnomer. There's probably, what I would say there's probably maybe 25 multi-multi-millionaire rappers or something like that. Right, right. Like, right. in other words, it's not what we think it is. Right, you of know, course. It's not what they think it is. Yeah, yeah, she knew what to say to try and push his buttons. Yeah, absolutely. She pushes buttons. She pushed my button. Shit, man. You know, and, and he did. Oh, great. She hasn't in years. It's worked. He did say that she hasn't worked in years. So, yeah. I mean, where's the balance in that? So yeah. now we compared it to the video we saw before that one with the guy talking about a man provides and a woman is. And it, people, Yo, think those are beauty. People think beauty pays bills. Listen, but to be people yeah, think, and, and I looked at her and I still am seeing City Hall. And people, yeah. people think, <laughs> no, no. scroll. Can we scroll them for that one? No, no, I don't no, think no, I should no, be scrolling. No, 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 I, no, no, I think no, I'm no, Listen, no, I no, let, no, let me say no, something. No. I officiate weddings, okay? And let me tell you something. I have seen more attractive women, whatever, who were not in some type of $250,000 elaborate wedding. And I've seen somebody look just like her. Down there on Center Street in Manhattan. <laughs> that's that the justice of the peace. I'm just be honest with you. That's what Center it is. Street or Hunts Point. No, I'm just, oh, I'm oh, shit. Oh, David. Oh. David. Well, listen, you know what, though? Let's be honest. As, as, as a former passport boy, but you can buy so much ass for $250,000 in Thailand <laughs> and all these places. So if it was him, I would just take 2500 of that and have a good time. And you know what's crazy? He's already on TV, so he, he don't even need to do that. He's so he's going to have a, a certain type of attention just because he's famous. Well, in see, some way, but but one thing you guys are burying the fact that he said that he loves her on everything. Now, that impairs your judgment sometimes. But, yeah, but Kelvin, what does she say in response to that? 
love ain't enough. Mm -hmm. She said that to him after he said, I love you to death or something like that. I'm I'm paraphrasing, but I. And this is why he's going to learn. He's going to learn. Oh, yeah, he's going to learn. I tell people all the time, uh, um, Tina Turner. You can go to Panama. Listen to Tina Turner. The views expressed by D do not represent. I'm, I'm just saying, she's right. There's a, there's a lot of lady boys in Thailand. Never been there. Oh my far, god! But uh, you can go to different places and have a good happy ending. But anyhow, <laughs> I want to. I want to bring. I want to show you what. I want to show you God's work. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying we'll show you what God's work. Lynette Hardaway, diamond of, <laughs> diamond of diamond and silk, dies at 51. Look at God. Won't he do it? <laughs> That's God's plan. You can't argue with God. You can't, you can't argue, with, argue God. with God. I want any of your Christians challenge me now, uh-huh. bro. How? That's his work. You can't <laughs> give me a scroll for God's work. It's not an so, I'm just. All right, I, let me... I am just commenting on the meeting God arranged. He said, "Come to my office." If you can't, I would say if I were, and I'm not a religious person, I can't identify that way because I would I would be a hypocrite. I would say if I was a religious person, I would see this as God calling her home. Amen. Speed dialing her home. A- a- amen. Amen. <laughs> okay. Um, let me say. Teleporting her home. Let me say. He's on his time, Kelvin. Okay. <laughs> this is what I'll say. This is what I'll say. I thought that whole silk and diamond or whatever they call themselves was buffoonery. I thought it was buffoonery. I thought it was ridiculous. You and I hate to see sure? any. I thought, I, you, you, well, I'm, I'm trying to be respectful of, of you know, I guess their position. No, respect. no, I just, I, I don't like, even if you disagree with a party or you whatever, pandering to a, a, a group of people, especially, you know, in the, in the, you know, doing it in the face of people who look like you, knowing their, their plight, I think is ridiculous. I think it's you know I I, I think it's buffoonery. S- separately, this person is somebody's family member who died. I don't know why fifty one to me is young a young life young. To, oh, yeah. to to right to to die. And so I want to make sure that I don't mix the disagreeing view I have with the loss of somebody's life. I just want to make Respect. sure I don't do that. You know what I mean? Because I don't, again, I'm sure somebody loves her, or whatever. I did not like what she stood for. I did not like this whole pandering towards uh, Trump or anybody else. You know, right. just blindly following people and agreeing with everything someone says is frightening to me. So I'll say I thought it was, you know, so rest in peace to, you know, my prayers would go out to this family. I didn't like it. I'm not a fan. You see, obviously, Donald Trump responded to her death. And things like that to me it really really reeks of somebody who was just kind of that house slave to me that's what it mm-hmm. always felt like it felt like that from the beginning it just did you know it was it, it, while he's running and everything like that the woman was they, they were invited to the white house it just looked ridiculous to me it looked like a menstrual show to me you know but Ooh. as far as the people as far as the people that love this person death is difficult to deal with I just eulogized my 102-year-old aunt on Monday. Whenever I, And I've had to eulogize more people than I can count. It is always still this feeling of emptiness that you miss someone. And so with that said, because I get D's point, it was a pain in the behind watching all that. It really, really was. But at the same time, I try to separate 
that from the human side of it. And, and right, I right, did right. not like what the woman stood for. I did not like the way they presented themselves. I disagree with them vehemently. But at the same time, when it comes to the loss of life, I don't know if the woman had children or family or nieces or nephews, and I'm sure they'd be hurt by the fact that she's gone, especially at such a young age. So that's all I can say, you know, as far as that, because my initial response would be like, you know, the way they did when, like, I didn't like when people, when Kevin Samuels died, people were dancing on his grave. I realized this it, one day your day comes and it's just never great to do that. But go ahead, D, go ahead and, and erase no, everything no, I just no, said. No, 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 <laughs> I'm no, joking. No, no, no. <laughs> no, this is why you went to seminary now, then. I can say what's on your mind. <laughs> I'm that motherfucker that would say it was on your mind, bro. You get all that. That was that was beautiful, elegant, very elegant, graceful. I don't have grace. I don't. I don't have grace for for coons. I I want to see them all dead. I I don't care about them. I don't feel bad. I am so happy. Look at God. See what's in the Amen. Amen. Praise His name. Praise Him, goddamn. Praise Him. So can I ask it would this be he works in mysterious ways? So that's a great point, Damon. Now may I ask a question? Would y'all compare this to like Sandman of Apollo? Because I grew up on Apollo, like when Sandman came out and shuffled somebody off or yanked them off the stage. But is that what may have happened? He do it. He did it. God of Sandman. He had a 15 minute fame. He said, Yeah, come back. Come on. Just asking the question, you know. I'm 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 but you know, you know what I, you know, I'm always amazed at when you do sell out. When you do, what do you get from it? I look at Stacey Dash. I look like, in other words, you never, you always wound up, you wind up being left. You, you know what it is? They will always prove to you what they really think of you. Always, always. Mm. You know, you just, you just wanted them to. You, you, you thought you was different, didn't you, Snowflake? You thought you was different. They call it you the makeup it. call, right? That's yep. it. That's Wake it. Up. You know, yep. and that's the thing. You know, I look at Stacey Dash and people like that. You know, and the other one, uh, her, hers is coming. I forgot her name. I don't. Even, I'm glad I don't, uh, oh, was, sorry. Hers is coming. Oh yeah, yeah. Hers is coming because they eventually have to remind you. They'll remind Did you. It, <laughs> didn't Stacey Dash get arrested and she said, "I'm white." She was like, "I'm white." Oh, chill. I remember she got arrested. I didn't. I, I was you so have to she bring got that arrested. One up. Look, I didn't. I didn't that that part, like but, mm -hmm. but you know what she did, Damien? And that's why I say you got to be very, very careful. These bridges you burn. So when you are a struggling actress, and now you can't even work for Tyler Perry. Now you can't even work for do a show on BET. Now you Word. can't work for. Now Hollywood is through with you already. But usually you can come and get a landing somewhere, a soft landing within your community. You isolated that. All that work, Yo, yeah. all these BT bullshit shows. She right. one of yep. them. They, you know, they need a light skin older right. chick right now. And they got no, right. they, they passing about. And she, Damn. you know, is actually, you know, pun intended, she's clueless. That's what it is. Oh, shit. She, she could have rebooted clueless. They're doing all the reboots now. She could have been like yeah. a principal. Right. Yo, but, oh, but you, Sam, she overplayed Sam, it. Jamie just verified what Damien said is true. She did say that. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I tend to not just make stuff up. I like to go around, but <laughs> well, you uh, thought you were different. Uh, uh, Sophia said she identifies as well. Oh, yeah, she identifies as well. Okay, cool. But um there it is. Sorry, I thought I was reaching out. I had the wrong but well. I had the wrong name thing and got into the other comments. Okay. So there you go. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna stay on the to, you know, Amen to God and all that stuff you did there, God. We're gonna talk about this pastor telling this woman. So this pastor tells this woman. Of his own church, she needs to lose weight and get better bras. Jam I mean, Jamie, 
Play the clip for us, brother. Too single. It's your fault. It's your fault. A woman should just shut up and look cute and nod your head. It's your fault. Who want me to who, who want me to critique them right now on the spot? You do it? Come here, come here right here. Come right here. Come right here. Now she said she gonna do this, didn't she? Did I call her out? Did she call her herself? All right, so you need to lose weight. Find a good bra. You need to go to in intimates. It's called intimates. I took my wife. My wife knew nothing about anything. I took my wife knew nothing because she came from a family who didn't know anything about anything. I took my wife to a place that they have. We don't buy bras at Victoria. Not black women that got large breasts. So you need to get your bra made. And it's not that expensive. No, baby. You get a good bra, it's almost like having a breast lift. All right. Before y'all say anything, how come he knows so much about intimates and, and bras? Who took him there that he knew more than his wife knew? And also, he sounded like a pimp. He's not a pastor. <laughs> okay. okay, all right. That's a good question. Let me, let me, let me say this. Let me say this. And I know it's going to sound crazy. I would want to see the full context of that. First of all, the whole bra thing to me is inappropriate. The reason I say that because that really looked like to me an illustration. It looked like an illustration about something that they were referencing. That's what it looked like to me. Now, if it's not completely inappropriate, complete that it, it's so over the top. That's why I'm thinking what because they did that one time. They they did that. I, I'm just gonna give you a quick example. They played a clip on on 2020 of Fred Price saying, "I don't drive the same car every day. I need a different car every single day. I I need this amount of money. This that and the third. And it's like these pastors. Somebody sent 2020 that they didn't verify it. His actual statement was, if you don't know who God is, you'll be making statements like, and then they whatever. So they wind up suing twenty. So I don't know what was said before that. To me, I'll just say this. Some things are better off left mm. unspoken. You do not sit there and reference. What I realize is this. Don't reference women's hygiene. Don't reference what... The, uh, don't this sexuality, all that stuff. Certain things you can't even reference because you're never going to win with that. I remember mm. preaching once and making a joke within a message about someone's hair, just saying, you know, someone was interested in me when I was in college and I looked at her hair and I said, this is not the one for me. I lost the whole female congregation at wow. that moment. I was, I was younger. I was inexperienced. I thought I was making a joke, but see that platform is not for joking. It is not stand up comedy. It is for people mm. to have a message that you should be actually receiving and interpreting and giving to the delivering to the people. So once it becomes about you, to me, you as a pastor of, of, of people with spiritual guidance has nothing to do with what type of bra she is. And if she's single, it's not her fault or whatever. That's why I'm saying I would love to see more of it, because now we live in this thing with TikTok and all these short clips. You never know the context. And so if if it was just on the surface, would it look like? Of course, it's inappropriate. It really, yeah. I, I wouldn't think a person would be that ignorant now. Don't get me wrong. We see it all the time, especially in church, especially in ministry, especially in pulpits. But this one seems so over the top. It almost seemed like it was just great clickbait, but there may be some greater context. That's what I would think. But, 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 but my stance is that conversation in itself would be inappropriate to, to discuss discuss uh, over the pulpit, especially with a congregant.
And if you're not with the woman, if you're not with the woman, I don't think it matters to you what type of bra she's wearing. If this is not your wife, it should not matter what type. And this is not a child. This is not a teenager. This is a grown person. So you, I don't think your job in the ministry is educating women on, on what type of bras they should wear or where they should get them from. That's what I would think. And to your point about the pimping thing, um, again, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Because uh, let me tell you something. I've been called that. Everybody in ministries get, gets called that. They think you're pimping people for either their money or for the women or something. Mm. So that's 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 the go-to for 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 all preachers. That's just what you're always going to get. Well, no, I don't. I'm don't. I don't think preachers and pastors are pimp. I think that individual person, the way no, he I got was what talking. You, no, I got what you're saying. I'm just saying that's the that's the usual. You know, that's the that's the the ministry's n word. <laughs> like you know, he, that's the first you know thing. The laws of pimping. He read the forty eight laws of pimping. That's what I would say. That's probably where he got a lot of his uh, strategies from. Listen. Well, I, I a lot of uh, back in the day, historically, a lot of pimps came from the south, and so did a lot and of it, preachers. And preachers. That's exactly. Don Magic won. They got mm-hmm. him went up to Chicago, Detroit, and those places like that. They took that same game. I should have been a preacher mm-hmm. and a pimp. God damn it! I missed my calling. <laughs> um. Anyhow, <laughs> Jamie, we got another one here. Uh, quitting Walmart. Can you play the clip for us, please. <laughs> Attention Walmart shoppers and associates. My name is Beth from Electronics. I've been working at Walmart for almost five years and I can say that everyone here is overworked and underpaid. The attendance policy is We are treated for management and customers poorly every day. Whenever we have a problem with it, we're told that we're replaceable. I'm tired of the constant gaslighting. This company treats their elderly associates like To Jared, our store manager, you're a pervert. Greta and Kathy, shame on y'all for treating your associates the way you do. I hope you don't speak to your families the way you speak to us. Shout out to Kamonique, Patty, Shardell, and so many more. Walmart doesn't deserve y'all. Fuck manage it and fuck this job. I quit. And that's how you do it. <laughs> Damn. Oh, man. I hope she goes viral and gets a social media contract where she can pop <laughs> off on, on different topics and subjects because I respect it. <laughs> yeah, oh, man, my Lord. Damn. <laughs> I was Damn. trying to calm down Savage this show because we was wilding last week. Savage as hell, boy. Oh, Damn, he's be, lying. He be hitting the fucking right in the ribs. <laughs> okay, I'll be, I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. I, I, I know I'm not a fan of doing that. Was that appropriate? Yeah. Okay. I, I don't think it was. I, I, first of all, because the people that are shopping in that store, the children that are in that store and all those different things like this, this, I don't think that's the place to hash this out. You know, I think there are different ways to deal with management, upper management, the people that are with you. And I think what you should do, the, the guy that's a pervert, you need to file a claim against him. Um, and then if you feel like, you know, I, I would, much to you, you guys point about social media, then I would make it known. I mean, I, I think Uber is a scam. For the way they treat the people that that work with them, but I think still there's a way, there's a, a more civilized way to do it. And I know she wanted to; she was probably upset and she was angry yeah. and she wanted to come and lash out and make them feel it. But I think there's a different way, um, maybe a more tactful way to do it that I would have handled it differently. I think we've all worked at places or worked yeah, for man, people yeah, that, yeah. you know. So, but I just think you know I don't know that getting on the the mic because and, and to be honest with you, you guys have mentioned it. I think you may be able to be sued for that as well. You know, um, 
you know, there, there, there is slant. I mean, whoever this guy is, whoever, the, you know, you call people's names over this thing that's on all over the social media, um, all over YouTube, you know. So you, I, I'll just say this. My father used to tell me, always think. He said, because when you stop, <laughs> when, you, when you panic, you stop thinking. So, you know. Yeah, so that's funny. Go ahead. Go, go read, do the comments. I'm sorry, Derek. Yeah, yeah. Danny Sumter says, I hope that young lady had a new job in place. I do too, because she's going to need one, man. After this, uh, Sharif says, uh, Walmart customers are used to the F bombs. That's facts. <laughs> I don't, I, yo, See, a, I don't like going there. I don't like going there. I don't go there. I don't, I don't like go Walmart at all. It gives me anxiety. This place is too I'll, big. I'll, I pay extra at Target. I, I go to Walmart in New Jersey. I can't go to one. At the end of the day. If that woman felt like she was being abused by the management and the staff, it was very few options she had. If she named multiple people who treated and talked to their staff inappropriately, I don't have no sympathy for the devil, if that's if that's a phrase. If mm -hmm. they out there mistreating people on a consistent basis, what comes to them is what comes to them. Yeah, but I would, I would file charges against that. that in other words, the, the slander, that doesn't really help. I mean, again, moving the I needle, agree. there are different ways. In other words, sue Walmart. They have money. Tracy Morgan tell you that. Sue Walmart. <laughs> I agree with you. I'm saying like, but what happened to those people? I have no, I have no, if that's what they're doing to their staff and that's what they're doing as management, they're abusing people and attendance pop and they're taking advantage of, if you're mistreating and abusing people, I have no sympathy for you. Right. But we don't know that because it's just one person's side too. Right. That's the same right. thing. You know what I mean? So I that's, the, that's why you don't, that's not for public consumption, I would think. That's why I keep saying yes. <laughs> Sophia's a green acre oh Walmart portion Wonderland. Yo, yo <laughs> oh my God. Crazy. <laughs> Walmart Electronics. Sean says Walmart Electronics. Last time I went in, everything was behind the glass. The public outburst just cost her the possible case. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That That's public outburst. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, there, there was this what? This phrase, you don't know what's enough until it's too much. You know what I mean? I, I can't remember the phrase right now. I'm sorry. It was it was a quote. Um yeah. We don't know what, what we don't know what's too much until it is too much. I, well, she got, a, she got herself in a nigga moment where the natives meet. <laughs> <laughs> she did. She she nigga moment. She yeah. fucked herself up and got herself into one. And now she she fucked she fucked up. But I had a I know someone that quit like that at Walmart in the South. And Jamie oh, know very well. So this is everybody get caught in a nigga moment. I had, anyway. I, had a, I worked at Rock Bottom when I was in high school. Dude, I worked with he gonna get on. It's Saturday, one in the afternoon. Attention, customers. We're closing in five minutes. They almost fired him over that. Talking about we closing in five <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't so, do when I when I went to the movie when I worked at a movie stuff. Sorry, Damien, when he worked at the movie company, he yeah. put a shovel to the manager's hand ass. He tore the whole office over the shovel. But word, beat that the desk, everything up. He's crazy, man. You wind up going to jail yeah. for mother mur murder later on. But right. Sorry. Demar, were you in the meeting where a staff member flipped out for about five, seven minutes and it was like a, the day before their last day and nah. they was leaving? No. Nah. Oh, we're gonna have to talk. It, it was it was epic. It it I'm, wasn't it wasn't Walmart, but it was it was worthy. There was a lot of comments. Walmart employees. Oh yeah, other Walmart employees shot up shot the place up and he was a manager. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pull people in the side, got everybody together, and just started shooting people up, bro. Right there in the meeting. Yeah. Well, on that note, let's go to Target. All right. <laughs> 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 Thanks for rocking out with us tonight, everyone. Man, we, uh, like we said, we're gonna be out for two weeks. We're coming back February first for Black, 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 Black History Month. 
So we want to say peace, peace, and peace.